I gotta play our intro. Hold on one second. We champions, man. Niggas thought we was cheating out here, man. <laughs> we can win without cheating, man. Let's go. Shout out to the Astros. That's all I'm going to give them, man. <laughs> Had to remind everybody that we the champs, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the thing I, 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 ever since that Dipset version, all I can think of when I hear that beat is Jim Jones dissing Nas. I know. At the end. <laughs> and, and I, uh, that nigga Nas. I'm going to smack that I heard that you ain't kufi. a Muslim no more. I'm going to smack you that kufi You know what that means. <laughs> I'm going to slap that fucking kufi off your fucking head. <laughs> I was going to play that one, but, you know, I, I wasn't going to play the whole thing, but I, that's the only reason I would go play it because I feel like I got to give some homage to Nas since yeah. he had the album. I ain't want to play no Nas this record. <laughs> but um, that's the best version. I, I like that version better. It was dog. It was, it was great, man. It was yeah. yeah. That, the Kanye verse on the original one was kind of weak. I like the Dipset version a lot better, man. Yeah, me too. But yeah, the the, the iconic Jim Jones just going <laughs> off on Nas, like <laughs> they they really pressed the nuclear button on Nas, man. Because what yeah. Nas said was not that bad. Yeah, like, he just said Cameron <laughs> album was whack or some shit, and they they went nuclear on Nas. They talk about his dead mama. They yeah. dissed him in like three mixtapes. <laughs> like they did not let they put their foot on his neck. You got me wanting to listen to it now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta skip to the end. Now that that's my favorite part, man. And we don't want to diss Nas. We got we we're ruining uh, no. Nas album, by the way. So we <laughs> we giving praise to Nas, but that was just a funny moment in hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twister. Okay. Yeah, this ain't it. Uh, oh well, it's I can't. Good. It. But yeah, it's, it's a classic, classic song. <laughs> Back when the uh, New York Civil War was happening. Yeah. You know, Nas versus the East Coast, it seemed, and everybody was coming in and jumping off. So. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Man, how you gonna go home, man? You're not allowed in the B 
BX man, no, you're not allowed in Ghost Town. No. You heard me. Please, we gon' ride on that man. As for Nas man, uh -oh. I guess you ain't Muslim no more, man. So you know what that means. I'm gonna smack that fucking goofy off your fucking head, man. Cause I had a little issue with my Akis, man. They was telling me be cool with the with the little fucking goofy shit, but no, no. There goes goofy straight off your fucking punk ass head. I called you a method like but you really a transvestite, you little homo man. What does that Stop. mean? Jesus I Christ. I called you a hermaphrodite, <laughs> but you're really a transvestite. What the... <laughs> man, Jim Jones was wilding, man. He came a long way, man. <laughs> I don't think he's that disrespectful man. no more, but, man, that dude was a firecracker. Nah, he was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was... Uh, Really something else at that time, man. Just ride or die for Dipset, everything. And then the flash forward a few years later, yeah. he's taking 50 Cent's side in the beef with uh, Cameron and, and 50 Cent. So, yeah. Yeah. It was... Only a few years can change you, man. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Nas. We're going to get into that new Nas album and all that. Yeah, we, we, ain't, we ain't Koofy slapping on this on this podcast, man. We giving props. Yeah. But that's just too funny, man. And you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> they told me not to do it, but nope. There <laughs> we go, Koofy off your head. <laughs> like how you, I'm sure he actually like imitated the slap yeah. of the Koofy in the studio while he was recording. Yeah. There it go. <laughs> <laughs> he probably man, he probably one of the best shit talkers in hip hop history, man. Oh, definitely him, Diddy, yeah. Uh, Really, that might be it. One yeah, two. Fifty Cent is a good shit talker too. Yeah, yeah, he's up there, but he's more, he's more calm. That's the thing. Like you, to be an effective shit talker, you got to be yelling. Yeah. And Jim Jones was was yelling. Diddy was <laughs> yelling. You yeah. got to be like yelling shit talking. Yeah. So I think that there might be one A and one B. Nah, for real. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what up, Ernesto? I see you in the chat as well, man. Appreciate you stopping by on YouTube, dog, chopping it up with us for yeah. another exciting edition of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. We back at it, back in full effect, celebrating a lot of things right now, man. We're celebrating the, G the, the Astros World Juice. Series win. We're mm -hmm. celebrating uh, Nas' new album. We're celebrating... Uh, I think that's, that's all we need to celebrate, yeah, man. Yeah, celebrate life, man. Fuck it, man. Yeah. We're still here. We're still rocking and rolling in 2022. <laughs> and we're doing it. Oh, Thanksgiving. Shout out to Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. We're about to be full of chicken and all the unhealthy soul food that black people should stop eating. Probably we going to eat anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Life is short. <laughs> you eat, eat whatever greasy thing you got to for one day of the year, man. Yeah, man. So, I see, yeah, we, Speaking of Thanksgiving, I seen a wild ass tweet, man. I, I couldn't stop laughing when I seen this. So, um, you know, it's around that season of potlucks at the yeah. job and all that stuff. And um, somebody tweeted how they brought some greens. And uh, I guess their white coworkers was like, Ugh, what is that? Ugh. Like, it's all greasy, blah, blah, blah. And so the person who brought the greens was like, yeah, they're greens. You know, um, the stuff the uh, slaves had to eat back in the day because <laughs> they had nothing else to eat. So, yeah, <laughs> it's greens. And he said, the co I guess the co-worker looked so uncomfortable. I'm like, damn, that's, that's a wild thing to say, man. It Just really is, man. Because, like, <laughs> is that supposed to be a... What the like, so is she supposed to like the greens? 
you're trying to guilt somebody into like and like really <laughs> it's more embarrassing to us because why are we still eating slave food yes you know <laughs> if you think about it yeah so i don't understand who was supposed to be getting this there yeah very so, strange yeah so i'm like so is she not supposed to uh is she supposed to like the greens is she not supposed to say anything bad about greens like we all yeah. like certain shit it's black folks that don't fuck with greens black folks don't fuck, don't fuck with fried chicken and all that shit so, for example, if somebody brought chitterlings, would smell like shit. <laughs> it and is I shit. think I've only tasted them once, but they smell like shit. <laughs> if somebody brought chitterlings and a, a white person asked, what the fuck is that? It stinks. <laughs> Are we supposed to say, well, it's what the slaves used to have to eat? And that's supposed to make it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't fuck with chitlins, man. I, I can't I, either, man. My grandmother, rest in peace. She used to cook them like once a year. And my mom and my dad would always take us as kids to go. And I would hate that time, man. Because yeah. the house would be smelling like shit. Yeah. I'd be going outside to play. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be inside, man. It smelled yeah. horrible. That, that's, it smelled awful, man. That I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't fuck with that. And I can't fuck with the pig feet, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. I can't do it. it. I mean, it's not as bad as ch uh, chitlins, but. Mm -hmm. Man, it's just so net. I seen I had an aunt who was sitting there eating it, and she was like sucking the toes. Ugh. I'm just like, ugh, that looks so nasty. <laughs> we gotta do better, man. We yeah. gotta we you can't be sucking all pig feet. Yeah, I like pigs. I feet. like pig feet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fuck. I, we never. I don't think we ever did pig feet, but we mm. did do chitlins all the time, and I did not like that. Hor horrible, traumatic memories. Yeah, from the Chitlin cookout. So yeah, yeah, not the, a fan. The one thing I did used to eat, and I haven't had it in a long time because uh, my wife don't cook it at all. But uh, my dad used to cook uh, ham hocks. No, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's a uh, he used to put it in like greens and beans and stuff like that. But I used to fuck with the um, with the ham hocks. But outside of that, man, nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think we'll be more traditional this year. We do small, small get togethers now. It's just me and like the immediate fam now. It's not no big cousins and aunts. Yeah. That's it's the best way sad, to do it. But it's kind of cool, too. That's so. the best way to do it, man. Because yeah, it really is. Honestly, your immediate family has a family now. So it's, yeah. it's like, you know, your sister got kids. Yeah. So you got the, you know, the nieces and nephews and then, you know, other little family. So that, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, I agree, yeah, man. That's that's how it is with my family now. So you know, if it's me, my sisters, um, mom, dad, and then my nieces, my nieces now got kids, <laughs> and they got their significant others and all that mm -hmm. shit. So that's a whole damn household. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a so we don't need no get together, man. Yeah, so you don't need no cousins and aunties and stuff like that. No, I agree. They're doing their own thing. Let them do their own thing. We're doing yeah. our own thing now. So, yeah, yeah it's like separate factions, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, but anyway, a lot to break down and talk about. Um, and we'll start off with the World Series win, man. Fuck it. We ain't yeah. got that. So we got to celebrate that. Figgy, I know you were working, burning that midnight oil at the radio yeah. station covering. I listened to some of it. 
Uh, I didn't stay awake for the entire broadcast. So they y'all stayed on to like what four a.m. plus yeah. daylight savings time. So it was yeah. really like even more than that. Yeah. So we brung in um, Captain Mickey, <laughs> the Fisher Show. Yeah. So we stayed on. We stayed on all the way to that time. So how was it, man? What was the energy like? Were you? Did you actually go out to watch the game, or were you just at the nope. station the whole time? N- n- man, this is like I'm super happy that they won, and, and you know it feel good to for the Astros to win because it would have sucked if they lost. Yeah. And all we would have been talking about is, oh, but Dusty Baker got to go. But it's all on Dusty. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all they say every time the Astros lose. This one's on Dusty. Mm-hmm. And, um, but so I'm glad they won. But I ain't experienced nothing, man. So when they won it, I wasn't out because I was at the station mm-hmm. <laughs> seeing if they was going to win and – after Alvarez hit that home run, I knew they was gonna win. But um, I ain't I ain't experienced nothing, man. I was at the station the whole time. By the time I got finished, I went home, and then uh, Monday was the parade. So they did a lot. They did a live broadcast at the parade, mm-hmm. and which I couldn't go. <laughs> so I was at the studio the whole time, and by the time uh, it was over, you know, I was still at work. I ended up going home. So it just it's it suck. I ain't experienced nothing, man. <laughs> so it, it, everything looked good on TV. It sounded like it was fun. Yeah, but I ain't experienced shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, man. But to be honest, and I don't know if it's just like more of a post COVID thing too, but like I don't really desire a mass people get together no more, man. Yeah. Like, even going to a concert, I don't think I want to go to a concert again unless it's somebody I really want to see. Yeah, like I'm not gonna go on a whim to be around a shitload of people and have to deal with that waiting lines and deal with traffic yeah. and like now every time I go out I just think about those things like oh, I gotta sit in traffic <laughs> oh, I gotta do this bullshit oh, we gotta walk from the parking lot all the way to this place we gotta walk all the way back we gotta be in a bunch of rooms a bunch of people they're gonna be talking to us I don't wanna talk to them yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of things that just go through my mind it's like ugh <laughs> So maybe that's just me. I'm just an introvert, but yeah, you know, I don't really desire that no more, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of the same way too. Like I don't mind it, but I'm not like I went to the I went to the parade in 2017 and I had a blast. Mm-hmm. So I necessarily didn't need to go to this one. Yeah, but I still feel it's still kind of sucked that I missed everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I, I could at least roll around downtown honking the horn or something. <laughs> you know, going around, you know, dapping up people or something. But, yeah, it, it was all good, man. It was all yeah. good. Nah, I feel you. If y'all watching and y'all were at the parade or had any events you went to, let us know how you felt about it and how the energy was, man, and how it compared to 2017, because I do want to know y'all's thoughts on it. Yeah. But, yeah, man, so congratulations to them. Uh, definitely one they needed to win. Um, so I'm glad they did it. Um, and I hope like, I just hope this ends this whole defeatist Houston sports attitude we had, man. Cause I thought it would end in 2017, but then the whole cheating allegations came out. So then they were like, Oh, even when we win, we're still cursed. (laughs) So I hope now once and for all, we can stop this whole, Oh, it's just Houston sports. Yeah. Oh, it's just Houston sports. We we get excited. Nothing good happens. Yeah. Like this defeatist attitude that the fans have. 
I remember these Astros fans being down on the team early in the season. Mm-hmm. I remember certain radio hosts being down on the team too, talking <laughs> like this team was not going to make a postseason run like that. Yeah. Like I remember all the talk, man. I remember all the oh, Dusty Baker just doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, the bass is he's, I don't know. Dusty Baker is in over his head. He t- <laughs> Dusty Baker just stuck in his ways. Yeah, I'm really man, glad he. Got, I'm really glad he got one, man. Me too. That's somebody that needed to get one. Yeah, like he he was one of my favorite managers in baseball, just how cool he was and mm-hmm. how successful he was. But that was the one thing he didn't have. He didn't have a, a World Series, so I'm glad he got one. I am, man. I think he's a perfect guy to have taken over after the whole scandal. Yeah, you know, because he really don't give a fuck, man. That's the yeah. thing. He really don't give a fuck about any of that shit. <laughs> like you just there to play baseball, man, and, and manage them dudes. He ain't. You don't care about no damn trash cans and whatever the fuck was going on dog so he was the best person to uh to take that spot after all that happened so yeah and then he happy for him too man yeah and then he kind of left everything in place too so he he ain't that type of person that's just a control freak or yeah let me get my guys in or i got to do this he came in he knew what it was and he just sat back and chilled and you know he did his job but he you know he ain't changed a lot of shit yeah, I mean, like he said, it's like they, they, he just wrote the names in the paper, man. They're the ones who went out and performed. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely could tell he wasn't overmanaging or like giving, you know, fucking talking down on people and acting all crazy. He just, <laughs> like, hey, y'all, y'all know what y'all doing. He just did yeah. what he had to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm happy for him, man. Happy for the whole team. Great win. Um, happy for all Houston fans, everybody who was down about the cheating thing. Now they can't say shit, man. Yep. So, yeah, New York, L.A., all y'all eat a dick. The Astros <laughs> are the 2022 World Series champions. Ain't nothing you can do about it. How how happy were you when they just rolled over the the New York Yankees? Oh, man, I was, I was like, it couldn't be any better. <laughs> I was so happy because they were talking yeah. all kinds of shit. New York just got to st- – I know it's in New Yorkers' nature to talk shit, but every time they talk shit, especially in sports, it goes horribly. Remember they won one game against the Hawks in the playoffs with the Knicks? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, New York back, New York back. They were in the crowd. Yeah. They didn't win a single game after that, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gentleman's sweep. <laughs> and now they talk about we won Houston and they get swept out the playoffs, man. Yeah. Like, they just got to shut the fuck up. They need to take some of our defeatist attitude and get it to them, man, because it's – it, it, this this whole we we're we're from New York. We gotta talk shit. Nah, y'all <laughs> get y'all ass whooped in every major sport now. So yeah. chill out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was a beautiful thing, man. If it would would have been better if they got the Dodgers too, but I understand they sucked, so they can't even get there. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it was a beautiful thing, man. I was happy yep. to see it. Yep. So congratulations to them. Um, anything else sports wise happened? Oh, well, how you feel about your boy Deshaun Watson returning to practice, man? Do you think he now he is like the only court, only big quarterback move that might not be ass this season? <laughs> we don't know yet because he hasn't played, yeah. But every other trade has looked horrible, yeah, so far. R- Russell Wilson looked awful, yeah. He look, he's pretty much stealing money at this point. <laughs> Yeah, Seattle yeah, looks smart. 
I'm I'm shocked how far he fell off in just one year, man. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Aaron so, Rodgers looked bad. He got paid a lot of money. He looked yeah. bad. <laughs> he looking like an old ass. Came back and sacrificed his whole life in yeah. marriage and with everything, <laughs> and now he looks ass too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deshaun Watson might be the only big guy who got a lot of money who might still be good. Yeah, this year. we'll I, see. I think it's possible, man, because um, I know the Browns kind of suck right now but I don't think it have anything to do with the offense I think the offense was okay I ain't think they was gonna be the <laughs> I ain't think the offense gonna be like this with Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. so um I think I think they'd be better obviously when he come back but uh they got some issues on defense <laughs> so you know they might be more in the games they might win some games but um yeah, I don't know. I'm not – look, it's a good thing for the Texans if the Browns don't make the playoffs, obviously, because they get a better pick. But, um, yeah, I don't know if the Browns were looking forward to making the playoffs like this. So, um, it, we, we'll see, man. We'll see. If anything, uh, they can use the rest of this season for Deshaun to knock off the rust and then be yeah. good next year. And I will say, if the uh... – the Texans only need to win one game, and that's <laughs> against Deshaun Watson when he comes through with the Browns in week. I think it's yeah. what ten. Yeah, in, a in weeks. two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. I was yeah. I was going to ask that, you something about that too, man. What's up? Because a lot of people we had this discussion a few months ago. I, mm-hmm. I think it was before the season. Yeah, but um, we we was asking a lot of fans if which game is more important. Which one would you rather win? The game against Deshaun or the game against uh, the Cowboys, and a lot of people were saying the Cowboys. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, so you're probably Deshaun fans, man. <laughs> I don't think they were. The, I don't think they were the Deshaun fans. And some of them was explain. Some of them was explaining because obviously it's a lot of Dallas fans that live in Houston, mm-hmm. and. um it was more because of oh, you know, my buddy gonna talk shit if if, if they beat us. So I just want to stick it to my buddy. Blah blah. blah. It's just like man, come on, man. Like who? Like no, you gotta you gotta whoop Deshaun Watson's ass when he come back here for his first game. That would be a successful season to me. <laughs> if they if they beat the Browns, if they make Deshaun Watson look awful. I think that's a successful season more than just beating the, the the Cowboys, but a lot of people kept saying, "Oh, y'all ain't from Houston, so y'all don't understand." So I, I don't know. So I I figure I ask you because you are from Houston and you hate Dallas too. But which one would you rather have? You rather the um, the Texans to beat the Brown, Deshaun Watson, and the Browns make them look bad, or um, beat the uh, the Cowboys? Absolutely the Browns, man. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I get, number one, Cowboys and Texans is not a rivalry. I mean, they be, they've been way better, way longer. And, yeah, they ain't got no ring since the early 90s, mid-90s. But we don't have any at all. So, I mean, I, I get you don't want – I mean, I don't even know if Dallas fans talk shit like that to Texans fans anymore, man. I feel like it's very one-sided. They're thinking about playoffs. We're thinking yeah. about the draft. Yeah, and two, okay. I think I think Cowboy fans think more. <laughs> they talk shit more than uh, Philly fan or uh, yeah. Philly fans and Philly Giants fans, fans, New York fans, things yeah. like that. Yeah, but 
they ain't I don't think they really worried about the Texans. It seems like the Texans are more worried about the the Cowboys and the Cowboys are worried about the Texans fans. So Yeah. Yeah. I I, I understand it's the inner Texas rivalry, yeah. but it's not really a rivalry. I don't care about beating it. Like it'll be great to beat the Cowboys, sure. Mm-hmm. But Deshaun cannot stunt in <laughs> NRG Stadium. After what he did, man, it can't happen. Gonna come okay? back like slime season. It can't. We can't have Deshaun come back and win his first game in two years in our stadium on the other team. Yeah, this can't happen at any cost, man. I don't care. Deshaun, uh, like Davis Mills, got to cast the Holy Ghost or something. Yeah, I don't know what has to happen. Defense got to step up. They cannot lose. And look, I don't hate Deshaun Watson. Like I get why he wants to leave. The the allegations of things are. You know, we're not getting to that. Get into that, man. It's it, it, it yeah. was some creepy shit that was alleged, and I don't condone any of that, of course. But I understand why he wanted to leave. Like I understand the reasons organizationally. But as a Texans fan, you you can't have him come here and stunt and be cool with that. Yeah. Like at all, the Cowboys win. The Cowboys win. Ain't, ain't that game at Texas Stadium too in Dallas? Yeah, it's in Dallas. So yeah, yeah I you're like who gives a shit, man? <laughs> it's an away game. If yeah. Dallas wins, that's what they're supposed to do because they're yeah. better than the Texans. Yeah, but we should be better than a Deshaun Watson with a two year layoff, man. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and he was struggling even before that. So. Yeah. He can't come out here and stun at Energy Stadium with the whole stadium booing him. That would be the worst case scenario for this team. They have to win that game, okay? Yeah. So I'm kind of curious because you you mentioned booing them, and we talked about this early on about you know the environment. I'm not sure how the environment going to be, man. It might be probably sixty to seventy percent Browns fans in there, man, because I feel like a lot of people checked out. It's a lot of Browns fans coming to this game, and that Thursday night game is when I actually realized it because it had to be about 85% Philadelphia Eagles fans in there. Yeah. And it was clear as day. They When the when the uh, Texas ran on the field at the beginning, they were getting booed. <laughs> it was like a big, loud boo in there. Where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was hard to follow the game because – you know, I was talking to people. I was watching on the TV, and then I hear some loud cheering, and I'm like, "Oh shit! What the Texans do?" No, Davis Mills threw an interception, and it was like a loud cheering. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "This is sad, man." So um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how Cleveland fans travel, but um, I know a lot are traveling here just off the strength of it being Deshaun Watson first game, and they don't want to miss it. So. I don't know yeah, if that's, that's gonna a good be. Point. I don't know if that's it's gonna a be. Good point. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be eighty percent. It might be. I'm sure it's probably gonna be less than that. But just imagine he him running out on that field and this more cheering than booing. <laughs> that shit go a little weird. That's a, honestly a good point. Also, we might be underestimating the amount of people in Houston that are still Deshaun Watson fans. Yeah, that's, so that's true. There and might be they people not going from boom. Houston that are wearing Deshaun Watson jerseys in room for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't see Larry and Stafford booing Deshaun Watson. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> He's going to be out there with the pom-poms, okay? <laughs> nah, he, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes I think we're stuck in a bubble where we think, like, 
all Texans fans hate Deshaun Watson because of how he left. Yeah. But in real life, it might be different, man. Yeah. Some people and some people might be like, you know, screw it, he gone, move on. But they ain't about to sit there and boo him or disrespect disrespect yeah. him. They might just be sitting there. <laughs> so yeah. and his Texans the Texans team is not giving the fans much to cheer for, honestly. Like yeah. their offense have, has gone from mediocre at best to just plain awful and horrible. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you bring a good point. It might not be as is uh, hostile towards Deshaun and the Browns <laughs> as we might think it's going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll I'm see. I'm a little worried. And then, not to mention, a lot of people are already checked out. Yeah. So, um, the Astros won a World Series, man. I don't think anybody cares about anything else now. Yeah, yeah. So, Texans suck, but who cares? Yeah, when this when the schedule first came out, people was hyped, but we didn't anticipate them being one eight and one or some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Or and and even I don't think nobody expected them to go to the playoffs or nothing. But we, I mean, I ain't think they was gonna look worse than last year. And they look worse than last year, so a lot of people checked out. Yeah, yeah. And I can't blame them, man. Like, look, yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, be a fan if you want to be a fan, but I don't knock people for checking out and not spending their wasting their Sundays or spending their hard-earned money on a team that's bad. Yeah. You know, like, if it's not worth your time, you don't, you're not a true fan for sticking around and wasting money on a bad product. Yeah, you know that's just that's just a mark. Okay, mm -hmm. so I understand uh, checking out on this team for this season. Hopefully, the draft is better, but and we get some, we have some pieces. It's like the Rockets, man. We have some pieces. We got some draft picks. They're gonna lose for the next couple of seasons at least, but we'll see what happens. But yeah. <laughs> uh, now, with that being said, that's our sports topics of the day let's get into music man time to break down some music some new releases um now the godson himself nicea jones is back <laughs> he has dropped his new album with hit boy producing again it is called king's disease three of course the third installment in the king's disease series um no features at all on this one nope it's featureless just a complete whole nas album it's about a 51 minutes long, 17 tracks total with a bonus track at the end. Um, and yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. I, it's a Nas album produced by Hit Boy, somebody he's really connected with and uh, had, had some good music out. Some people think he's irrelevant. 21 Savage, we'll get into that <laughs> later. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he did some decent streaming numbers for a legacy artist first week so uh we'll, we'll see where it goes from here but figgy let's let's break it down man how you feel about this new Nas album i think this this is um probably and i keep saying this but this is probably one of my favorite albums of the year man no oh, yeah i enjoy this album a lot um i think this is probably the second best out of the three installments mm -hmm. so um I can't. I gotta go back to all of them, but um, man, he been look, man, he been on a tear, man. I think I feel like, and we gonna get to Twenty One Savage because I have an interesting take on this. 
But he been on a like I never seen a four album run like this mm-hmm. from a um older artist. I don't know, maybe maybe we could probably discuss this, but I mean, what was what was a good four run uh, a four album run from like Jay Z? What was his last four albums? Oh no, that, I don't even want to think about that. I gotta yeah, look that like, up. Like what's some? <laughs> yeah, like it's been a minute since Jay Z respectfully had a four album run. Maybe since his first album, maybe Reasonable Doubt, you know, um, Volume One, Volume Two. Maybe around that four time. Four albums? Yeah. Four, four straight yeah. albums. Okay. <laughs> See, I can't. There's not, There's always a shaky one in there. Reasonable yeah. Doubt, In My Lifetime, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3. Volume 3 is kind of eh. Then you got Dynasty, Blueprint, Blueprint 2, and the Black Album, which would be a great run if not for Blueprint 2. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, four a four album run of great out good to great albums is rare in hip hop. Yeah, and even honestly, let's I, you know I ain't trying to compare the two, but look at the uh, Nas last four albums and Jay Z last four albums. Like the good to me, the one I like from Jay Z, I like the four 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 album. I thought that was a mm-hmm. solid project, but the other ones are kind of you know they kind of forgettable to be honest. Like you would get some joints on there, but I felt like a lot of that stuff didn't really age as good as this Nas album is probably going to age. This, but from here to there, I think I think Nas is on a legendary run with these four albums, man. And, the, and mind you, this is four albums in two years, so I don't I don't know what it is, but I like it a lot, and um, I'm happy for Nas. I, I, I wish, I, I feel like he not really getting the credit he deserved with this either because you you have a lot of people that say, yeah, you know, that, that's a good album. That's a good album, but they not really breaking this album down, man. They they broke the Jay-Z goddamn verse down for like a month. They had a CNN special on it. But I feel like he's not really getting the credit from this four-album run, man. And um, this one, this album is, is just as good, man. I like mostly all the album. It's one song on here where I almost skipped it. <laughs> um, the um, number, track eleven is WTF SMH. I knew it got to bring that up too. I was like, yeah. That I, I was track, listening to it. I, it. I was listening to it. I'm like, uh, I'm like, nah, this ain't it, man. This this one ain't it. And as soon as I skipped it, I, you know how you hit the skip button and take a minute mm-hmm. to skip. The beat started breaking yeah. down. As soon as I it skipped it, I'm like, oh, song. shit. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to go back and skip all of the first part just to hear the, the beat change. And the beat change honestly saved that song for me. Now, I don't know if I will ever go back to that song, but I was about to say that song is trash. You know, it's pig pen and all that shit. But the beat change kind of saved it for me. But I did cringe with the WTF SMH. Like I don't want to hear Nas nah, mm-hmm. talking like that, but to be Talk honest, low vibrational shit. Like, come on, Nas. yeah, millennial yeah. Nas over here, Generation <laughs> Z Nas, yeah, fifty years old man, stop it. <laughs> but um, outside of that, man, I liked everything else. I liked the Michael and Quincy record a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I I, I kind of laughed when he meant he he kind of threw a little friendly jab at Jay Z. Yeah, you know, say um, 
you know, people playing Ether on Tidal or something and and, uh, Listening to take, take over, have yeah. to text Jay like it ain't over or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like that, man. I think that that's good because I think the last time somebody brung those records up to them, they mentioned how they don't even go back to that record. They don't even mm-hmm. acknowledge that record no more. They pretty much put it in the past, which I can respect. But it's good that he was kind of throwing a little jab at that. That, that was cool. I, I appreciate that. But overall, man, uh, King's Disease Three, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I wonder how I wonder when the next album coming, man, because this dude is on a tear. This is like uh, uh, <laughs> this is like four fifty point uh, performances, man. And um, yeah, I wonder if he's just gonna keep going with the King's Disease. But um, yeah, they need to keep going, man. I don't think Nas should ever work with another producer again. They should uh, him and Hit Hit Boy should have a lifetime contract together because I enjoying everything and it, it don't even seem like it's old because you know I some people work with the same producer and shit starts sounding stale a little mm-hmm. bit. To me, it don't even sound stale. And um, I like this a lot, man. I can't I can't rave about it enough. This these four albums might be Nas's best run. Like, all of these albums are, uh, it, to me, I will put these, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's better than Illmatic or anything, but you can make a case, like, put these albums up against any of his old albums, man, and I think it's a, I think it's a debate. I don't think it's, you know, this ain't like putting, putting Blueprint 3 up against Reasonable Doubt or nothing. I think this is a yeah. Yeah, I think this is a, a legit argument, man. And um it could go either way. But um that's me just raving about, you know, how um good he sound for the past four albums. But I got to say it's qualified, man. I enjoy this a lot. I hope he keep going, man. Qualified. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, I pretty much agree with everything you said. And what up, Tab? We see you in the comments as well Tab. on YouTube. What's going on, man? Glad to have you as well. Um, yeah, y'all both brought up the fact that nobody's really talking about this album. Uh, and I think, yeah, I don't know why it's not being promoted, man. I don't know why. It seems like Nas just didn't want to do a promo run for this. I mean, he didn't want to advertise. He might did some social media links and all that, but... I mean, he didn't do the chitlin circuit of doing the hip hop shows. He could have done some stuff with the, uh, because I know even uh, uh, Black Thought and uh, what Danger Mouse did uh, the Sway interview. Like they did some promo for the album they dropped earlier this year, which I also think is one of the best albums of this, of this year, the Black Thought and uh, Danger Mouse album. But um, yeah, I, I didn't see Nas anywhere. You know, yeah. I, I know he did a show at Madison Square Garden, I believe, this past week or maybe upcoming, but I didn't see any uh he I didn't see personally I didn't see any music videos. They might have did one. Uh, I didn't see anything. I didn't see any interviews. It would have been nice to see him and Hit Boy. I know Hit Boy did a few interviews. I yeah. didn't see Nice really promote the album like that. And I don't know why, but yeah, I agree with everything you said, man. The album is very good. Um, I kind of lagged on listening to it because, you know, I'm a Jay fan. So I'm like, eh, Nas dropped another album. I'm always like that with Nas. I don't know why. 
but I always struggle to listen to it. Let, I'm let like, the beef go, man. The beef is over, <laughs> man. It's squashed. This nigga, <laughs> nigga going to be rapping like he got a koofy on again. I think of them Jim Jones just in my head. I'm like, uh. <laughs> but no, nah, this album is really good, man. And the, the strange thing, like every time I listen to Nas albums, you forget that there was a time where in rappers would make a song and it would be about something. Yeah. You know, like it would have a theme to it and it'll be throughout the whole song. And that, that sounds like a crazy old head take. Like, oh, these boys ain't rapping. They don't rap about nothing. But it's really true, man. Like, think about all the popular hip hop songs and albums and rappers out now. How many actually have a song with a concept? Yeah. You know, like when he talks about uh, the song uh, Once a Man, Twice a Child. Mm. about the process of getting older as a man and how it feels for us. You know, he's about to be 50 years old and he talks about, you know, his thoughts about that. And it's crazy how that's rare now, but it really is even for Jay, yeah. you know, like for example, one, one of the songs I was listening to earlier this year was that a uh, little Dirk song with Gunna. What happened to Virgil? I was expecting that song to be like an RIP Virgil song. Yeah. That song ain't had nothing to do with Virgil, man. <laughs> like it, it, it sounded like there was one bar about Virgil. So it was pretty much like a West Side Gun song. Yes, <laughs> like the, it was one bar about Virgil. The rest was about rent, sipping lean, everything they always talk about. And it was like a, it was a sad sounding song. Of course, it was a tr- the video was a tribute to Virgil, but mm-hmm. the song ain't had the damn thing to do with Virgil, man. And it's like. How hard could it be to write a song about a nigga you knew? Yeah. Like, you can't <laughs> even do that for a verse. <laughs> but this is how new rap is, man. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't shit on it. It is what it is. But it's just refreshing to hear a Nas album where he makes a song with a concept. He throws some, the first time was a great song as well. I yeah. like how he, he threw in, you know, the first time you heard about Nas, they probably said I rap about, I rap over bad beats. Mm-hmm. It's funny that he actually acknowledged that. Yeah. Because that's something people have been saying for years now that Nas can't pick a beat. Yeah. Um, they don't say it no more with Hit Boy now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's a very good album, man. I like a lot of the, the the shots he threw in. I like the messages in it. I liked um the production is great, you know. Like I said, every, I say it's every time they drop, but I would have never thought Hit Boy would be this type of a producer, man. Yeah, me either. Never. Hit Boy of all people. Yeah. Like, he damn near sound like premiering his prime on some of these songs, man. Yeah. It's a very well done boom back type beats that Nas sounds perfect over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I agree wholeheartedly with the WTF estimate song, man. <laughs> I, I wanted to skip it so bad, but I'm like, I got to listen to the whole album to review it. Yeah. And then it switched up. I was like, is this a new song? <laughs> Wait, it's the same. It's the same one. Okay, okay, I'm rocking yeah. with it now. I I was about to. I actually skipped it, man. I was just I like, was I thought it was the same. I thought I didn't think the beat was going to switch up. So I'm like, you know what? Screw. It. I heard it. Like I don't like that song. And then yeah. the beat was switching. I'm like, whoa, what the? F-? And then skip to the next. I'm like, fuck. I got to go back to it and hear this beat switch up. But yeah, no, I was the same way, man. I was like, number one, the track title. Period. I did not want to hear. Uh, a song like that yeah but the beat switch part was actually really good man i'm glad i stuck through it because it was really good um and i like the song now at least half of it 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, it's just a great album for a hip hop head, period, dog. And it's kind of a reminder of what Nas could be or any great rapper could be if they didn't try to make like a club hit. Yeah. If they didn't try to hit make like a song for the girls. If they didn't try to make like some shit for the radio. Like if you get a, a great MC and a great producer and just rap and make shit for rap fans, it could be a great project like this. Yeah. And that's all it takes, man. But so many people want to stay quote unquote relevant. And oh, I got to make a song for the radio. I got to make a song for the girls. I got to make a song for this. This is what I've been asking for for Drake. I know he won't do it because he's a huge superstar. But I've always wanted just a a straight album of just Drake rapping. And I thought we were going to get that with the 21 Savage album, but we didn't. So, yeah, yeah, man, I think it's very good. Definitely one of the top five albums of this year. And I would also definitely say it is qualified, man. Qualified. Yeah. Yeah. What one other thing I want to mention about the um uh he also threw a little shot. This wasn't a little friendly jab either. This was a real shot at Pete uh Pete Rock. Oh yeah, Pete Rock, yeah. Yeah, I ain't man, I didn't know they was going through something, so I had to look it up. And apparently, um they're in a lawsuit. So Pete Rock is suing Nas because he uh, I wanna say he produced something off of the Illmatic album. Yeah, the world is yours. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's like a little money lawsuit or something going on, and um, yeah. So I, I, I know they was beefing like that. I, I know they was in a lawsuit. So my, I had an eyebrow razor right there. I'm like, hmm, I'm like, damn, why are you going at the Pete Rock? And I think yeah, I see, nah. a, a lot of people been going at Pete Rock. I think uh, Funk Flex was going at Pete Rock at one point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, what, what the fuck? He, go, he got a Herschel Walker thing going on or something? Like, why everybody yeah. hit Pete Rock? Um, I hadn't kept. I just know he had been, he had kind of turned into a bitter old man recently, man. Over the mm. past few years, he had been throwing shots at everybody. He had been upset about a lot of things. And he had been speaking out. And and, and people got tired of it. Man. You know, He's still a legendary producer. I've definitely got screwed over a few times. We know what happened with the uh, the juicy record that yeah. Diddy allegedly stole from him, mm. and he didn't get any production credit on it. But um, and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like he's turned to a kind of a bitter man lately. I don't know if it's just money problems or what. But yeah, he, and and Nas went light at him. To be fair, yeah. it, it wasn't like a deep diss. Yeah, but he was acknowledging that you know he was on some bullshit. So yeah, yeah. But I did. I caught that too, and I was like, mm, okay. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'd heard before that they had been uh, beefing and there was lawsuits and shit involved. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It is what it is. It's music business, and I don't hope they can resolve things and be better. But I don't know, man. I like the fact that he also teased that they could still do a, a DJ Premier album. Like, yeah, why Nas got to tease fans like that? I know, man. Man. like you know, you ain't gonna drop no DJ Premier album, <laughs> dog. Don't tease us like that, man. Man, but I thought that was dope. That we ban, uh, can we ban this nigga? Who the fuck six? Yeah, spam bot in the YouTube thing, man. Oh, we have yeah. controls for banning people. Yeah, I'm blocking it. Yeah, block that motherfucker. Damn, what the fuck they going ham in here? Yeah, I know. Spam bots, <laughs> man. It's what happened when Elon take over shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> free speech for all. And suddenly the bots came through like nobody's business, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, now that we're on the topic of knives. We got to bring up the controversial comments from 21 Savage. Um, he was in a uh, clubhouse, yep, which clubhouse. he does like every day, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, has he got part ownership of it or something? He must. He must, because <laughs> he's always on Clubhouse. I remember he used to be on there all the time talking with WAC 100, and yeah. now he's with some other people. And I guess we're talking about Nas. We uh, can't really play the audio, because the audio is everywhere. And yeah. it was like 10 niggas talking at the same time, so it was hard to hear shit even. But yeah. basically, uh, 21 Savage argued, or, or believes that Nas is irrelevant. And a lot of people in the room took offense to that. They were defending Nas. Some people said, nah, he's right. People, younger people don't really check for Nas like that, of course. And some, you know, there is an argument brought up on both sides. I, I can kind of understand, you know. Mm -hmm. So, Figgy, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think Nas is irrelevant? So, um, I haven't heard nobody really say this as much. I might be the minority. I don't know. Look, call me out if I am. But uh, I'm going to put Tab comment back up here. Mm -hmm. He he said nobody talking about Nas. And I kind of agree with it, man. I feel like, um, I said it earlier, I said this was a good four-run album, <laughs> a, a four-album run, man. And I think this album is great. He won a Grammy for one. For, for one but King's Disease 3 is great, man. And... I feel like nobody really talking about it. <laughs> I feel I, I do think 21 Savage have a point. I'm I'm not sure if this was his point. I, I mean, maybe he just felt like nobody checking for Nas in, in the story. But I do feel like he's somewhat irrelevant, but I feel like it's kind of sad, man, because he putting out some of the best music of his career right now. He, he still sound hungry. The production sound great. The uh, the beats sound amazing, and um, I f the only people I've been seeing checking or, or talking about this Nas album are Nas Nas fans and hip hop fans, like old school hip hop fans. These are the only people I see talking about this. But mind you, when Jay Z dropped the idea or God did verse, everybody and their mama was talking about that verse. You had some dude from CNN breaking the verse down word for word, bar for bar. But I don't see nobody talking about the Nas album like this. And, um, you know, I I think 21 Savage have a point, man. I think, and I don't, you know, I want to, and this is no disrespect to Nas, obviously, because we was just bigging up his run. But I think he have a point, man. I think I think people don't really... Either they're not really checking for Nas or they don't really appreciate what Nas is doing. Because I feel like people should be talking about this album way more than it is now. And um, I look, we talked about the Jay-Z verse too. I thought it was good, but I don't think it was worth all the hype that people was bringing it up to. And um, I don't think people talked about the Nas album as much as they talked about that Jay-Z verse. So um, I think he do have a point. I don't. I'm not sure if he was trying to disrespect Nas. He. I think he came back and said he wasn't trying to dis be disrespectful. But I think he have a good point, man. I think. 
I, I think it's a shame that nobody really talking about this album because if I wasn't a Nas fan, I wouldn't talk about this album. I mean, I wouldn't even check for it because I ain't see nobody bragging about it. But since I am a Nas fan, I go to it no matter what. And um, I just don't see nobody talking about it like that. So um, I'm not sure 21 Savage, Savage Minute in a way I'm, I'm explaining it. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think he's kind of irrelevant in this day and age because he should uh, – I ain't checked the numbers, but um, I feel like he should at least uh, – people should at least be tweeting and talking talking about how good this album is, how good the last three albums, last four hour, uh, uh, albums been with Nas and how he rejuvenated his career with Hit Boy. Yeah, no, I agree to an extent. Um, and I did see the projections. I think um, Nas debuted in the top. Okay, he debuted in the top 10 with 30K sold. He came in. 30,000 sold for the first week? Yeah, 30K sold, 46 million streams. So, yeah, which it, which translated to 30,000 sales. Which puts him, let me see. I, I didn't see the whole billboard thing. I got to look that up. But, I mean, it's, you know, for for an album with no promotion, really, that a lot of people, even some Nas fans, probably didn't know was coming. I guess it's not too bad. But, um, and Tab says the younger generation has already written Nas off as an old retired rapper. I mean, I guess. Like, look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here in front like, people under the age of 21 bump nods like that. I will say though, I think of all the old rappers, like the legendary rappers, I think he's probably one of the more popular ones just because his name is synonymous with like a real hip hop, you know, like the grimy street shit, Yeah, you know? And I, I think a lot of people who are young people who are hip hop heads, you have to listen to Nas to consider yourself a hip-hop head, man. So yeah. if you're really into hip-hop and the art form, yeah, they bump Nas, man. I know younger people who bump Nas because their dad bumped Nas, and they're Nas fans because their dad was Nas fans. So I, I, I see that with younger people. You know, you go to a Nas show, you'll see all ages, literally. Like, you'll see younger people. You'll see people 50 up. You'll see people who are 19 years old. So I'm not gonna say he don't he, he people young people don't listen to him, but in terms of what Twenty One Savage was talking about, yeah, I, I can see his point. And to your point about the Jay Z thing, that's what promotion does for you, man. Because yeah. I, I'm sorry, I like Jay, I like the verse, I think Jay's the best to ever do it, but I just don't believe all that conversation about the God did verse was organic. Mm. I think that was a rock nation promo machine at work, man. <laughs> I think rock nation got a lot of people in the media signed to them. And they had a mandate that said, <laughs> talk about this, break this down, <laughs> explain why it's the best J verse, the best J verse ever. Yeah. Which I still can't wrap my head around. How like nobody let's be real, nobody even remember that damn verse, okay? 
Yeah. I, I can recite Dynasty intro word for word now. Yes. I can't remember what the fuck he was talking about on God Dead. Now it was just a few <laughs> weeks ago, man. So I don't want to hear no more about the damn God Dead verse, man. It, it was not fire like that. It was a good verse. People hyped it up to the moon and back, talking like it like the the discourse was not organic, man. I don't care what anybody say. <laughs> that was a rock nation machine at work, okay. This shit yeah. same rock nation machine that makes you think Megan is Stallion the biggest artist in the game right now. Yeah. You know, so I, I just I didn't believe it. But <laughs> Nas, I mean, he he didn't promote anything. Yeah. He didn't go on Breakfast Club. He didn't go on Hot 97. He didn't go on L.A. Leakers and do a freestyle. He didn't do any other shit that people do to hype up the album. And that's why it got this kind of reception, man. Like people who listened to it liked it, but you had to know it was out to listen to it. Yeah. And if you didn't, you had no idea, no way of knowing it was out. Yeah. So, I mean, it comes down to promotion, but I'll say this too, man. I see Nas in a lot of commercials. Yeah. I see Nas on TV a lot. I don't see Jay Z on TV a lot, man. I see Nas on TV a lot. I see him doing things. I see him still doing shows. Selling out the garden. I think he probably sold out the garden. I didn't see the ticket numbers, but I was assuming he did. And I see him active. So relevant is just however you were determined relevant. Do you determine relevant by album sales? Because if you do, a whole lot of people ain't relevant, man. Yeah. Even the top supposed rappers ain't that relevant. Mm-hmm. Do you determine it by visibility? Do you determine it by net worth and how much money you got? Because technically, you could say 50 Cent irrelevant musically. Oh, yeah. But you want the biggest names in entertainment right now, man. So, can yeah. you really say 50 Cent irrelevant wholesale? You really can't. Yeah. So, it's, it all depends on how you de- determine relevancy and how you define it. And in some ways, you can say he's not relevant. In some ways, you can say he, he is. It depends on your own definition of relevancy. But it is fine to see the Nas fans get triggered. I'll say that much. It's <laughs> fine to see them jump out the window explaining why their 50 year old rapper is still relevant. I yeah. enjoyed it. So, yeah, see, it's so tricky too because it's a couple older rappers that still sound good, man. Yeah. Like you could look at somebody like Raekwon. I don't, I think he, I think he's getting close to 50. He still sound good. He still sound somewhat, he don't sound, he sound a little older, but he still sound like Raekwon. Mm-hmm. Ghostface still sound like Ghostface, and um, like are they? I mean, yeah, they sound good, but I guess are people checking for Ghostface, or is it just mainly their fans or Wu Tang fans? So I mean, do you kind of is that kind of relevant? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's tricky, man. The word relevant could be all over the place depending mm-hmm. on what you feel is relevant, what you feel is not relevant. But, um, yeah, man, I just think it's a shame, man, especially the numbers you just put. I know he ain't promoted, but, man, it's it's nice, man. I don't think, like, what was the last album? I think I think Jay-Z promoted the 444 album. But um, I guarantee if Jay-Z drop a surprise album, I don't think he going to sell 30,000. I think he, he going to, you know, sell a lot. I know he got a bigger machine behind him, but. It's just, I don't know. I I just think, you know, I think 21 Savage really had a point 
and I think it's somewhat true, but I think it's kind of sad, man, because I always liked Nas, and I think Nas still got it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I feel like we check for him. We listen to his projects and all that stuff. But um, it's hard to say that, you know, people are theming for a Nas album. Like, I don't know if, if he was to stop doing albums, I don't know if people would be like, man, what's up with the Nas album right now? I just don't know if that's true outside of the the normal, the um, the hardcore hip-hop fans and the Nas fans. And uh, I, I, I think he had a point, man. Yeah, no, I understand where he's coming from, but I also understand how people can defend him and say, like, to, to, to people brought this up, too, um, how other artists don't get this kind of scrutiny, man. We don't bring, they don't bring down, like, Elton John or Bon yeah. Jovi or anybody saying they're not relevant and, mm-hmm. and shit That's like true. that. That's true. That's a whole nother conversation. It really is, man. <laughs> but it seems like only with rap artists do we, like, fucking Isley Brothers could drop an album. Are we going to call them irrelevant and bring them down? It's only with rap. That we, yeah. it's, it's not even just black artists. It's just it's rappers, man. Mm-hmm. And it's this race to make everything young. And I, I understand hip-hop is a young man's game. It's yeah. a young man's art form, primarily. But there's a, when you get old, you're still going to be a rap head, man. Yeah. You're not going to switch up. So yeah. there's music for every age range in rap. Yeah, and we kind of seeing it now. Um, even, I don't know if you've seen the baby struggling, <laughs> giving out tickets. Yeah. And I think the last thing I seen was he was in the um, Cheesecake Factory giving out, trying to give out yeah, tickets to his concert. Yeah, buy one, get one free. I ain't, yeah. I ain't never seen no buy one, get one free concert tickets, man. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, so um, remember he was hot like two years ago, man. Yeah. And now, you know, us included saying he washed <laughs> or he not that good now. And the dude can't be over 30, man. <laughs> and we sitting there saying, no, it's it for him. That's it. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a rap thing, man. No, nah, it is, man. And and some of our greats, we got to blame for them, man, because in our age, there was a lot of ageism going on. Yep. Game talking dissing, not, dissing Jay-Z saying you 38 and you still rapping? Ugh. Yeah, everybody calling everybody washed up. Tupac was calling niggas washed up. <laughs> like it was a lot of ageism going on in hip hop, man. And everybody gonna get old, you know. Hopefully, you know everybody gonna live to old age, and twenty one gonna live to be irrelevant too. You can yeah. argue he's not that relevant now. He had an album with Drake. That don't count, okay? I can yeah. have an album with Drake. That yeah. don't mean I'm relevant suddenly. Yeah, but. Um, I did see the numbers, okay? So we can dis- decide if he's relevant based on numbers. Uh, number one this week, Taylor Swift, 198K. <sighs> number two, Drake in 21. So it was 100. Wait, so Taylor Swift was 190K? Yes. Well, this week? 200K total. Just yes, this, this week. week. And she dropped a couple weeks ago, right? She went like 1.5 million <laughs> her first week. Jesus Christ, man. Like 200K now. Damn. For this week. Um, Drake and 21 Savage, her loss, uh, came in at 172. Okay. Bad Bunny, who's been on the chart fucking forever, is uh, 55,455. 55,000. Uh, Lil Baby, It's Only Me, 52,000. 
Louis Tomlinson, I don't know who that is, but he's 41 at number five. Morgan Wallen, I don't know who that is, 39. The Weeknd, 38. Bruce Springsteen still makes see who did it, did any white people call Bruce Springsteen? Now I, I, now I see a lot of I see a lot of people shitting on Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> did they really? Yeah, I know a lot okay. of people that's like, man, he is not good. <laughs> but, oh damn! Like they shit on his new album. Really? Oh, okay, I didn't even know he had a new album because yeah, his new album debuted at number eight. Yeah. But he, he beat Nas. <laughs> yeah, but see, I don't even think people was talking about that album. I think people it just in general is talking in about. In general, Bruce. okay. But I, yeah, but I get it. but still, to your point though, man. Um, shit. Uh, Paul McCarthy can drop a, a damn album. Mm-hmm. I don't hear nobody saying, man, he washed up. Why is he still dropping get music? Yeah. I don't. I don't see that, and they still go on tour. Did <laughs> Taylor Swift call Elton John washed up and irrelevant? <laughs> Just because she number one on the charts now, did she shine yeah. anybody else? <laughs> Any older people? No. Yeah. But uh, Nas came in at number nine with about three thirty thousand. It's twenty nine six six seven. Um, Glorilla debuted. I thought, wait, Glorilla relevant, ain't she? Yeah. According to the culture, Glorilla should be more relevant than Nas, but she came in under him with her debut. I think it's an EP, though. To be fair. Yeah. But she came in with twenty eight thousand, almost twenty nine thousand, so close to Nas. Yeah, Harry Styles twenty seven, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever soundtrack twenty seven. I ain't even listening to that. Me <laughs> who, who was on was that? On Outside of Rihanna, uh, the Rihanna song, and who, who some else? skits from Ice, Black Ice Panther? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> some skits from Black Panther. <laughs> Did they put Ice Spice on the Black Panther soundtrack? Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Let me see who on this album, man. Because, uh, yeah, I don't even see it, man. I just yeah. see the Kendra Lamar. My lover boy is still on the top twenty or top. It's twenty four. Damn, that shit came out last year, man. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, really. So, yeah, I mean that's the that's the number. Oh, was SZA on the new Black Panther album? I know she was on the old one. Yeah, I don't know. TDE did not do the Black Panther. No, no, of course time. not. <laughs> yeah, it's I can't even, I can I can barely find it. I see it look like I see a playlist. I don't even see the album on is here. Is it even out? I don't think so. If it is, I can't find it. Maybe it's, it's like an exclusive thing. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. I don't know. What I see it. <laughs> I think this is it. Who is all on it? <laughs> Okay, I think this is it. Um, we've got Rihanna, Burna Boy, Tim's, Vivir Quinta. Okay, I guess it's like a mixed Hispanic music because they got <laughs> 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 so they had to be like half reggaeton, half yeah. hip hop because they got <laughs> yeah. So pretty, um, so pretty much what you said uh, with that being on that chart is the Rihanna song. That's pretty much the Rihanna song, yeah. Hey, they got a Toby on it. Shout out to Toby. Toby okay. Okay. Toby's on it. Gems and Juice. Uh, Future's on it on a song called Limoncello. Let me hear this song real quick. <laughs> you want me to mute you so uh, we don't get kicked off? Not in my headphones, but okay. that's cool. Um, yeah. Eh, eh, eh. 
Um, I don't recognize anybody else. Only names I recognize on this album are Future, Toby, Stormzy, E40. E40, damn. I guess he relevant too. Burna Boy, <laughs> Young Stunner, and Rihanna. I don't know anybody else in this album, man. It's a <laughs> lot of some African names and some okay, Hispanic I, names. I see it now. I see it now. Why didn't he get Chingo Bling on it, man? Why couldn't he do the Na- Namor anthem? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh something else. Yeah, it looked like she they got could... two. It looked like Rihanna got two songs on here. I never heard Wait, the Born the Born Again song. I don't know. I don't see that one. We yeah. might be looking at different things. I don't know. You never yeah. know. Yeah, it's the last song on here. But the uh, last song for me is called Me Pueblo. Okay, last song on uh, I, I see me Pueblo, but um, number t- I got twenty tracks on here. Oh, I only got nineteen. Mm. That's wild. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, um, so <laughs> there that is. I don't think it's gonna live up to the first soundtrack. I'll say that. Of course much. not. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there is that. Yeah. But so yeah, with the irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant conversation, it just depends on what you define as relevant. I don't like look, I don't like newer rappers shitting on legends, period. And I don't think 21 really meant it like that. But yeah. I, I just don't like it, man. Especially mm. when somebody's putting in quality work. I I think it's more embarrassing when somebody tries to keep up with the current sound. Yeah. And like you got somebody like E40 making a drill record or some shit like that. Or somebody yeah. like Too Short gonna make a dance song since everybody's doing dance music, some shit like that. That would be corny, man. Yeah. But we got somebody like Nice putting out like real hip hop, timeless music, man. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's nothing to hate on there, man. He's yeah. standing in his lane. He's providing for his fans, and I don't think anybody should frame that in a negative way. Saying yeah. it's irrelevant. I just don't like it. I don't even conversation, period, man. Give yeah. Nas his flowers while he's here. Yeah. And just celebrate the fact that he's still making dope music. Yeah. I Like, I don't know the context to the conversation because it was all over the place. But if it was a thing where he was trying to explain it, how it's a shame that he's kind of irrelevant in this day and age and he making good music, then I would get it. But it seemed like he was just kind of trying to shit on him a little bit. Like, ain't nobody checking for Nas. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, I don't know. Just I don't care. Like, he's making good music, man. Like, I don't give a damn if he, he sold 10 albums. If the music is good, man, you need to appreciate that because it's not a lot of 50-year-olds that's making quality albums like this. No, I agree, man. I agree. So give the man his flowers and appreciate it because I I still remember when it was a long time before between Nas albums, man. Yeah. Like, the wait from Life is Good to uh fucking that, that bullshit Kanye. Kanye album, not yeah. fear. Did you did you see what um um somebody said on Reddit about that album? I guess somebody who was an engineer or kind of uh responsible for helping with that album said. Yeah, she was on a Twitter space. Yeah. And whoever uh listened wrote all her some of her responses on Reddit. Yeah. Uh but basically it confirmed what we already knew. The album was really rushed, like last minute. It was rushed. yeah, it was like rushed uh, like recording in the car rushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and Nas was pissed off about it. He was asking, "What you? What the fuck we doing?" And Kanye yeah. was like, "Oh, you the goat. You got this. It ain't done for you." <laughs> yeah. So, nah, we knew Kanye was on some bullshit. I, she also said that the reason why Pusha T's album was so good and the rest of them weren't was because Pusha T's album was already finished pretty much by that time. Mm. You know, he had been working on it for a few years, I think they said. Mm. And everything else was just cobbled together at the last minute. Yeah. And it was, uh, there was a couple of songs I liked off of Nasir, but overall, it was probably his worst album, man. It was yeah. just complete horse shit. I can't believe they even put that out. But yeah. that was just Kanye, man. He was going through some things, I guess. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but it was inter- interesting uh, comments on the Twitter space from the, uh, I think it was the engineer who was around during that time. Yeah. All right. All right. So I got to put you on the spot, man. I've been thinking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. So with these last four Nas albums, uh, how do you compare it to like Jay-Z's catalog at this moment now? Uh, Well, I'll definitely say recently, more with the recent Is, is he kind of caught Nas up with Jay-Z a little bit? Because Jay-Z last four albums wasn't all that. But uh, Nas' uh, last four albums were really strong, man. See, okay. the The problem is, I like Reasonable Doubt more than any Nas album. Yeah, that's so that that's that's, fair. that's what kind of weighs it more towards Jay Z side for me. Yeah, because that's like a top three album to me. Period. Yeah. Um. Also, Blueprint. Just the nostalgia. I have a lot of nostalgia. Listening to old J records. Uh, so you biased, man. You being biased. I am. Look, I am. I admit. <laughs> Object, if you're talking about objectively, I'll say the past 10 years, Nas has outshined Jay-Z by a lot. I think mm. life is good is better than anything post-American gangster for Jay-Z. I think the Damian Marley collab album it's better than the fucking Beyonce collab album. Speaking of which, there's a rumor. <laughs> yeah, that they working on another collab album with Beyonce. The trilogy to the Renaissance. Yeah. yeah, I hope that's a lie. I hope that's a damn rumor. So, so my question is: Was that Carter's album was the, one of the parts to the trilogy or something? Because the trilogy no. is three, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, yeah, no. Renaissance began with this first. La- album Beyonce. That Beyonce put out. Okay, so this year. Okay, so a collab is part two, possibly. So it's so it's or for maybe sh- something else is part two. So it's now for- be part three. Okay, so it, but it's for sure about to be three of these albums. Yes. Okay. And yeah, I don't <laughs> like Beyonce and Jay Z collaborating at all. Um, yeah. And the Damian, Mar- if you're talking about the collab albums, the Damian Marley album is is just fantastic. <laughs> Do you think that's do you think that's better than the um Jay Z and R. Kelly clap? Yes. Well, I mm. don't think that album's aged well at mm. all. There was a couple songs. I it, like Honey a lot. Yeah, it was a lot, it was a lot of good shit on that album. That um intro yeah. was hard. <laughs> I, I don't go back to Not Guilty. Not Guilty is a weird song to listen to. Yeah, now, I, I don't like I liked yeah. it when it came out. Yeah. Guilt, that, that's yeah. the weirdest song to listen to now. Yeah, I never did like that song, but um, the best of both worlds, the intro was hard. I like the intro. I like yeah. the power of the P U S S Y. That's why every <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I like that song too. But um, 
Yeah, so um, the Bob Mar the Damian Marley album is better than the Best of Both Worlds. I I think so. Yeah. Okay, this is a dope album, man, and I still go back to it. I don't go back to Best of Both Worlds at yeah, all. Yeah, me. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, and it's not R. Kelly canceled. Even before the R. Kelly shit hit yeah. the fan, I was not going back to Best of Both Worlds, man. Yeah. So, um, and King's Disease is better than. Any part of King's Disease is better than 444. And I like 444. Me too. But I don't go back to it a lot. Yeah. And I think his the Nas albums recently have been way better than that album. Mm -hmm. So I agree. The past 10 years, a guy gives a Nas as a career is still up in the air for me, man. I, I can't pick Nas over Jay. <laughs> okay. I put Stop my being biased, man. <laughs> I put my hat back in the J camp back in 2001, man. I made my choice. I'm sticking to it, okay? The war's never over. Like Nas said on this album, <laughs> it ain't over. Yeah. So um, what was, outside of 444, what was the last best Jay-Z album? Uh, like the last album it. where you like, this is actually pretty good. Was it American Gangster? Yes, I hated Blueprint 3 and I really hated Magna Carta Holy Grail. <laughs> so, yeah, American Gangster, which was back in 2007. Damn, that was that long? Yes. Shit, and I was in high school, came man. Out 10 years after that. Damn. So, that's, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Jay-Z on TakeOver said, Nas had a one-hot album every 10-year average. Jay literally had a one hot album every 10 year average <laughs> with the 10 year wait between uh uh American Gangster and 444. Four, four, four. Four. Damn man. So Jay Z lived his own rhyme, man. Yeah. And Nas damn crazy. sure Nas, Nas damn sure ain't got that average now. Nah. That nigga dropped four fire albums in two years. Yes. <laughs> and people people might argue and say he dropped Watch the Throne with Kanye in 2011. I don't count that as a J album. Yeah. I don't count it as a J album. I'm sorry. What, what about the Kanye album. Yeah, what about the other album with um um Old Boy from New Orleans? I forgot his name. The uh J Electronica. Electronica. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you count yeah. that as a Jay Z? I don't. I don't no, nah, it was a J Electronica album. Yeah. Jay only jumped on that album so he would release something. <laughs> Because Jay Electronic yeah. was never going to release anything, and Jay got tired. Jay Z got tired of it. He said, "Look, if I do half of the album, so be it. You have to put something out, nigga." Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. finally did it. Yeah, but I don't. I like the album though. I like Me the too. album. You took okay. Since since I'm counting Nas and Damian Marley as a collab album and part of Nas' discography, I guess I got to add in Watch the Throne too. Yeah. So, it, but is that better enough. than Bob Marley? I don't think you like Watch the Throne like that. I didn't. I think it's aged terribly, man. The beats, them techno shits, they sound awful now, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like any of the beats on, on Watch the Throne now, man. There's a couple songs. I like Primetime. Yeah. I like, uh, what else is on there? Uh, I don't. I, I never liked Niggas in Paris. I'm sorry. I never liked really? that song. That was a moment, man. I remember I was still in the club at that time. And uh, people was going crazy when that song came on, man. So that that's that got a special place in my heart. Originally, I ain't really care for the song, but yeah, like I was forced on liking it. 
Yeah, I like Murder to Excellence was okay. Made now, now Made in America. Wow, I love you. I like that song. Mm. Gotta have it was okay, and that's really it, uh, man. Yeah, I never liked Otis. Really, I, I didn't like Otis, man. <laughs> that that just the fucking loop with no beats or drums at all. I hated that shit. <laughs> Damn, all right, Very Tab. Basic rhymes from Jay Z as well on that <laughs> you, album. That's you, why I didn't like you it. You sound like Tab now. <laughs> Song yeah, ain't got no like, drums to it. <laughs> <laughs> it like it, it can be good if the song itself, it's because a lot of times the beat itself will have drums on it, and I'm fine with that. But that oldest sample, I just didn't, I didn't really like it. I didn't like the 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 bars from Jay Z are very basic. I have, I have been a swack. Yeah, put supermodels in the cab. Jay, rhyme wise, lyrically, man. <laughs> So which one you think is better, that verse or the uh, the verse on Swagger Like Us? Oh, God, man. I'm not like <laughs> this. Can't wear skinny jeans because my knot don't fit. <laughs> over. Oh, dip it, dip it over in, in the <laughs> rover. <laughs> oh, God, that was bad, too. That was awful. <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't even want to go back. Like... 2009 through like 2000, maybe 15 was like an awful era for Jay Z, man. <laughs> like that, he he was lost lyrically. He yeah. was until he found this more recent laid back style. He is yeah. he had been through hell, man. It was a tough time as a Jay Stan yeah. to hear him act like he was acting on the verses man yeah i ain't gonna but. lie the american a lot of people love the american gangster album and i, I appreciate it but mm-hmm. when i tried to go back to that album a few months ago i was just cringing a lot man because he had that sing style man yeah yeah <laughs> I'm one of the greatest. I'm coming to wing. I'm going to those. I'm going to bing. And never do all that. They call me Hover. I, go, and I was just like, ugh, I don't like this one. I like I like the Jay-Z style now more than that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, on American Dreaming. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I like that song too, but I, that singing Jay. Like, yeah, it was bad. Man. Yeah, he was doing it. He was doing it too in uh, Blueprint, Blueprint Three, and all that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was a it was a rough time to be a J fan. I'll say that much, man. It was a uh, yeah that 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 J flow. I was not a fan of the singing whisper sound of J. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they called me Hover. I'm one of the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was not a fan of that either, man. It was a rough time, rough time. But we beyond that now. Yeah. Um. I hey, is if is Jay gonna drop, man? Is Jay gonna come back to rap now? That yeah, yeah, he go, classics. Yeah, he gonna drop with Beyonce, his wife, uh, make a Renaissance too. <laughs> I. What if that's the reason? Hey, what people always talk about? Nas and Jay Z still having beef and competing. Yeah. What if he just drops to massively outsell Nas and say, "Hey, hey, hey, look what I did!" Even though you, Beyonce's <laughs> a cheat code, okay? Oh yeah. But what if he just comes out and drops with Beyonce just to shoot on his numbers? Yeah. And do like a hundred k first week or whatever. <laughs> are Are you shocked that Jay Z didn't drop anything or anybody from Rock Nation didn't drop anything when Nas dropped? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because usually Cause it's, it's like always something. Album. Everybody knew it was coming. 
I ain't gonna lie. I I, I kind of thought um, Beyonce's gonna drop her video that everybody keep begging her to drop. Yeah, I thought she, I thought she was gonna drop the same day Nas dropped that. Yeah, so I, it, that's yeah, ki- that's kind of strange. She ain't dropped nothing like that. Dog, I don't know what happened to Beyonce. Like I've been talking about this for a few weeks now, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Beyonce, man. How are you gonna let Taylor Swift just come through and shit on you like that? Yeah, like you ain't gonna put up a fight. Yeah, Taylor Swift did a 1.5 million first week. That Beyonce is crazy. did like 300k. That is crazy. Yeah, that is like cr- you're not gonna even try. Like your fans, I, I, we gotta question the Beehive. I want to hear what the Beehive, what excuses they got. Yeah. Uh, we gotta talk to Leroy, man. Yeah, he he, he wanted to be, be. He's part of the Beehive. We gotta ask what's going on with Beyonce, man. Yeah, because she did not support this album at all. Yeah, no videos, no performances. No tour. Yeah. Taylor Swift just shut down Ticketmaster. Yes, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> they pretty much said no concert. <laughs> Taylor Swift shut down an entire Ticketmaster operation because her fans were crazy trying to buy the presale tickets for her tour. And Beyonce didn't. She ain't touring. She ain't performing. She ain't dropped anything music video wise. She just dropped the album and went ghost. Yeah. I don't know what happened, man. Yeah, I don't strange, know, man. Strange, strange strategy man, going on for the Rock Nation camp. You think she was disappointed with the numbers? I have no idea. I mean, mm-hmm. possibly. I think she might blame some of it on the leak, which really didn't make a difference. But yeah. I'm sure she would blame some of it on the leak. But it's possible, man. I mean, it had been a while. People were looking forward to it. She did the whole rollout. She dropped physicals and vinyls and all the stuff that you're supposed to do to get a lot of numbers. And it didn't do all that well, considering. So, yeah, I don't know, man, but we'll see. Maybe she got maybe she'll wait till all three parts are done. I still think she's going to drop for the end of the year, man. I just have a feeling Beyonce going to drop something. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with like that on Christmas or something. Yeah. Especially with that leak coming out saying. Her and Jay Z gearing up for Renaissance Part Two, yeah. Because they, I don't want to say they they're always last minute, but when they tease something, it ain't about to be a year for now. Mm-hmm. If, if something come out, that means it's coming soon. Yeah. So it could it could be in December, man. <laughs> it could be. It could be. We will see what's going on with them. But yeah, I have no idea what the strategy is over there. I don't know how you're just going to let Taylor Swift just run game on you and just <laughs> completely shut you out on the pop chart. Yeah, and that's the, insane. Didn't Adele drop this year, too? I'm sure she outsold Beyonce, too. So. Yeah, I'm get, I am th- I think so, too. Yeah. I think I, I think that know, album man. was a bit of a flop, too, because my wife ain't talking yeah. about that album in a long time, man. <laughs> Nobody likes her because she lost weight and got a man. Yeah, she happy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody want to hear happy music, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Taylor Swift. No, Taylor Swift knows the game, man. She still sings about pain and shit and mm-hmm. struggle. Yeah. Nobody want to hear Jay Z and Beyonce rap about being rich and billionaires. Being Nobody want to hear that shit, man. Yeah. So I don't know what they're gonna do, but she got to make a song about the struggle somehow. You know, mm-hmm. go go back into some trauma and some things people relate to. Cause yeah, yeah, she need to make another lemonade. <laughs> Something Jay Z got to cheat, man. Jay-Z, I don't know. Something yeah. got to happen. Jay Z got to lay low and go with it. 
The crazy part about it, man, I feel like they would do something like that. I think they would, but I I think that's only a thing that can only work once. Mm. Because if if he cheat again and they she She gonna look stupid, man. With him at that point, yeah, she gonna look stupid. (laughs) Yeah, people and people and Jay Z had to eat a lot of shit from the beehive for years, and he still is. Yeah, for that, and I think I don't think he would survive a second wave of assault. Yeah, and I think he on a level where you know business wise, it won't be good for him. Yeah, because, oh, definitely. Because he trying, shit, I think he trying to buy the Commanders he, and talks about yeah. all that shit, so he don't need a fucking uh, um, Beyonce album talking shit about him. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Jay just does things to rap about it. Like, <laughs> he he bought the Brooklyn Nets just to rap about it, even though it was like a very small percentage that he already sold. He, he invested <laughs> in title just to rap about title. I think he, yeah. he he might just be invested in the NFL team just to rap about it. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens, man. Him and Obama, I think, we're talking about being in some kind of group to buy it. So we'll see. That'd be wild. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, oh yeah, we gotta we gotta do our annual Grammy predictions, man. Okay, <laughs> we gotta uh the Grammy nominations were announced and we had to do a Jim the Juice prediction. The tradition of the prediction for Gems and Juice. We have to make our picks for who we think is going to win. I remember last year, I think we were pretty accurate, man. Yeah, we I want to say like 80%. Yeah, we, we got did right. pretty good. And if I did if you didn't get it, I got it. And if I didn't yep. get it, you got it. So we was pretty good, man. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta keep the streak going, man. We gotta go down the list and see. Um who we think is going to win. So let's go down the nomination list. Let me see if I have a quicker version of it. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. It's a category. Okay. Okay. The same shit I already pulled up. Okay. I'm just going to scroll, but fuck it. (laughs) Okay. First category. Record of the year. Um... Okay, I don't know what record or album of the year always confuse me because they're two uh, separate <laughs> categories. Yeah. Record of the year is like one song, right? Yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Okay, record. Okay, it's a song. But see, they see they count. I think they have like a record of the year and a song of the year, or yeah, something like that. But it's yeah. confusing to call a song a record and an album an album. Yeah, like, I get maybe it's a black. Is it a black thing? Only we call it albums, records. I have no idea, man. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but okay, record of the year. But I think song of the year is a separate, a separate category. I think so, see, yeah, there's yeah. a record of the year. And it's a song. Of see, the year. this is all. This is all scam, likely. Right. This is all trying to make money and all this other shit because we, they too pussy to give one person the rec the song of the year. Or the record, yeah. so now they got to make a song of the year and record of the year to please everybody. And to be fair, I think we complain about this every single year. Yeah, we do predictions. So yeah. if you're a long-term Ginger Juice listener, you probably saying these niggas saying this shit again <laughs> <laughs> three years in a row. Now we complain about record of the year and out there song of the year. It's confusing, man. I don't care how many years we got to do it. It's confusing, and I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. The nominees for Record of the Year are Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA. I know ABBA was still making music. Mm. Easy on Me by Adele. Break My Soul by Beyonce. 
Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. You and Me on the Rock by Brandy Charlie featuring Lucius. Woman by Doja Cat. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. The Heart, Bar- the Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. About Damn Time by Lizzo. And As It Was by Harry Styles. Mm. So, Figgy, we got to write this down, too. Yeah. So I got to scroll all the way down. Okay, Grammy predictions. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked that Doja Cat uh, Woman is in there because I thought that song was like two years old. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now their their nomination time frame is weird. Yeah. So but- a lot of stuff that should be like last year technically was not yeah. eligible. So it's got to be this year. Yeah, but I just thought that song was that. I thought it was nominated before. I don't know why, but maybe it's not that old. Yeah. But um <laughs> I, I I feel like I feel like Beyonce should win that one. But I feel like the the Grammys are not too friendly with Beyonce, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe the Jay-Z jabs and all that stuff, they probably like, "Nah, we're not going to give it to her." I don't even think she's going to be there. So, I don't think she's going to win that one. Um I think it would be um shit, who was the other person you um I think no, I think got, uh, I I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Kendrick Lamar for record of the year. I think so. I think okay. I think they're going to um give it to Kendrick Lamar. I'm probably totally wrong on this one. But um I just don't see I don't see Adele winning it because I haven't really heard that record as much. It was weird that that record was uh, what was the name of that record? It was uh, Easy on Me. Easy. I, oh, I, I think that's the one. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be that. I I'm gonna just take a stab in the dark. I'm gonna say the hard part five, but I'm I'm probably wrong on this one because the other songs in this category I'm not really too familiar. I'm not familiar with Harry Styles. Uh, it was a couple other names I'm not really familiar with either. But I'm gonna just take a stab in the dark. Go with Kendrick. Okay. Um, I think it's gonna be either Adele or Harry Styles. Mm. Um, or possibly a dark horse would be Steve Lacey for me to win. Um, I'm gonna take a stab and say I think it's going to be. I'm gonna say Adele. Okay. I, 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 for some reason, I just feel like Adele gonna take it. I'm gonna say easy on me, record of the year. Okay, you might be right <laughs> to be honest, but it seemed like that song yeah, that's, I, I, that song was heavy in rotation at one point. It was, and, and the, I feel like it's a very Grammy friendly song. Yeah, I say like that. Yeah, so I can see that winning. And again, we're not predicting what we think should win. We're predicting what we think the Grammys What's are going pick. to happen. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. This is not us giving our opinion on what should win. Yeah. We're saying what we think the Grammys will pick being who they are and what they usually pick. Yeah. So <laughs> y'all disrespecting <laughs> Dick Clark's AMAs this Sunday by Holly. Uh, <laughs> is he doing American Music Awards? What's going on with Dick Clark, man? Dick uh, Dick. Dick Clark, I thought. Never mind. I, I thought he passed. <laughs> Ain't he still alive? Technically, I, I don't. I can't even remember now. 
Is that the dude that um be doing New Year's Eve? Yeah, Dick Clark is dead. <laughs> he died in 2012, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's I the he, that's he, the. <laughs> I was about to say, when ain't that the world oldest teenager? And I think he passed. <laughs> uh, we're doing Grammy nominations, man. We're predicting what we think is gonna win the 2023 Grammys based <laughs> off of the bougie bullshit they usually pick mm-hmm. and disrespecting. Uh, hip hop and all other art forms. So we're going with our predictions, man. Um, number two, album of the year Voyage by ABBA, 30 by Adele, On Rano Senti by Bad Bunny, Renaissance by Beyonce, Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige, In These Silent Days by Brandy Charlie. Music of the Spheres by Coldplay. I didn't even know Coldplay dropped Damn, this year. Yeah. Or last year or whenever. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick. Special by Lizzo. And Harry's House by Harry Styles. What do you mm. think is gonna win? Okay. Uh I I don't think it's gonna be Adele, man. But um who was the who was the one you read after Adele? You read Adele. Um, uh, I said Adele, uh, Bad Bunny. I think that's what it. I think it's gonna be Bad Bunny. Album of the year, Bad Bunny. I, I, I think so, man. That dude is. Okay. That dude is like Pitbull on steroids, man. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever he do, go insane, man. He's selling out. Um, he's selling out and tearing up Minute Maid Park. So I I I think it's gonna, I'm gonna take a stab in the dark again because I don't think it's gonna be Adele I don't think it's gonna be Beyonce. Um, I would be shocked if Kendrick Lamar won Album of the Year with this, but um, I'm gonna take a stab in the dark again and go with Bad Bunny. I don't think it's gonna be hip hop friendly that night. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna yeah. go with Bad Bunny. I will say this, man. I don't think Kendrick is going to win any awards outside of hip hop. Um, I think in part because there was controversy over the subject matter in, yeah. in this album. And there you look, you know how Hollywood the music industry is. Yeah. They can't be highlighting things like that. Yeah. So, Just give it to Adele. Be safe yeah, with it. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a safe pick. Yeah, me. I'm gonna go with the Dark Horse, man. I have no idea how what this ABBA album sound like or what it did. I know they've been around for forever. I'm gonna say ABBA's gonna take it because I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where it's like a Beck one over Beyonce. Was it over (laughs) Beyonce? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be one of the ones where they, they they pick something that a legacy artist did that sounds really good to them. And it's a safe pick, and it's honoring somebody who's been in the game forever. Mm. So I, I'm gonna say this, like I said, it's a dark horse pick, man. <laughs> but I just have a feeling it's gonna go to ABBA. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say ABBA for Voyage. Right. It'll be a nice little visual to see all these old white dudes and people up there accepting the award for album of the year. Black people are gonna be mad on Twitter, but they always mad, so whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, next category, I believe, is Song of the Year. And uh, Holly Rachel Worshipper said um, he think um, 
the American Music Awards uh, was founded by Dick Clark. I didn't know that. Oh, probably. When is the American Music Awards, man? We, the, I don't think I've yeah. ever even seen them. I, 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 I remember them, the AMAs. Yeah. <laughs> when is that shit, though? Did it already happen? Oh, it's coming uh, It's in two days. Oh, really? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. I'll check it out just me. because you said it. I'll check it out. I, I it's, it, it's, it's funny because earlier today um when we was um on air with john lopez and landry locker oh mm-hmm. uh, he had a hot take man i'll probably play it a little later but okay. um he kind of had a hot take where i was like wait hold on you tripping and we talked about taylor swift a lot mm-hmm. and um you know i'll just say it but he um we was talking to so we we was saying who was more um legendary michael jackson or michael jordan and we was like oh shit so we you know we all agreed michael jackson was more legendary and um and landry asked him who was um who was who could be in this class in michael jackson's class type thing as far as his legendary status you know this dude said taylor swift And then I guess he did a little research too. He was saying he had she had more AMA awards than Michael Jackson. And, <laughs> and I was just like, man, like um he ended up winning the slime uh the slime um slime off the slime of the week person. Mm-hmm. Slime and, ball um, of the week or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, slime ball of the week. And um I was like, man, look, I just I totally exit the conversation when people start breaking up more awards like that stuff is all fixed man the labels is behind these awards so i i paint that with a, i don't i don't really pay attention to that shit man because it's a lot of uh legendary artists with that uh without many awards man Nas just got yeah. his first grammy yeah <laughs> a couple years ago too prince didn't get a whole lot either yeah Jackson should have got. A, I mean, he he cleaned up when Thriller dropped, but he deserved a lot more than that. Yeah, I think he eventually boycotted them and stopped showing up. Exactly. So, so um, yeah. So I, you know, I never did like that argument. The oh, how many awards he got? But what, why I said that though? He um, he brung up the AMA. Like I guess she got more AMA awards than Michael Jackson. I'm like what the fuck? Just like oh. she actually showed up. <laughs> like you think Michael Jackson gonna show up to the fucking American Music Awards, man? Come on now. Yeah, the AMAs is more like pop based. See, look, I bet Bad Bunny gonna win artist of the year. I'm looking at these nominees; they ain't even got the names; they just got the pictures and the names. But <laughs> like the 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 nominees for album for artist of the year: are Adele, Bad Bunny, Beyonce, Drake, Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd. Yeah, like all fucking pop artists, man. Yeah. So then, now that's a hundred percent political, man. I mean, they're yeah. all political. All of them political. That's political and label funded. Yeah. So. So yeah, but I answered the conversation when people were like, "Oh, how many Grammys?" He got? It's like, nah, man. Like that's it, man. Yeah. Like, look, man. I'm not discrediting what Taylor Swift do. I think she a big artist right now. Um. Look, man, she not Michael Jackson. Man. She not in. How, she how not many in this. Taylor Swift songs do regular people know? Exactly. That's exactly what Come I said, on, man. man. You got people all over. They can name five Michael Jackson songs. You, you can shake it off. Maybe a song everybody recognize. You anything other than that? 
man, I don't know. Like that's what's a, what's her blood, maybe? Yeah, what's her thriller <laughs> album, man? What what is Taylor Swift's thriller album? You gotta ask Joanna, our resident. Is it and see that's the, and see that's the crazy part about it. It's like we don't even know her albums like that. I mm-hmm. I know one of her albums. I think I know I actually know two. I know the um the album Red <laughs> because that was a popular album, and then I worked at a pop station. And then the 1989 one, because that was like her, I want to say that was like her first or second. That was like one of her bigger albums. And that was like a straight up pop album. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I knew it. But like uh, like Michael J, like that Thriller album, everything on that album was a number one hit. <laughs> Every song on that Thriller album was number one hit. So, you know. Like, look, man. I'm like I said. I'm not discrediting Taylor Swift at all. But and Taylor Swift got a song you can play on a holiday, and everybody know what time it is. Like Thriller on Halloween. Yeah. Does she got a All I Want for Christmas, like a Mariah Carey. <laughs> Do she got anything yeah. seasonal that everybody just play, has to play that one Taylor Swift song? She yeah. don't. Man, you could you could talk to somebody. You could you could talk to a three year old kid, man, and they probably know who Michael Jackson is. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson was one of those people that everyone like. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anybody that hated Michael Jackson, or didn't really know about Michael Jackson. Everybody knew about Michael Jackson. You know, it's a lot of people out here that really don't know much about Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm kind of one of them. I know a little more than the average person probably, but like I can't. If you if you put a gun up to my head, told me to name five songs. I will be dead right now. I mean, she. I will say she has a lot of fans, like a no lot doubt, of fans yeah. who support her no matter what. Diehard fans, young fans, and some older fans too. But Michael Jackson was so big that even if you weren't a fan, you at least liked a couple songs. You knew a couple songs, man. Yeah, like you knew "Beat It." You, 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 knew, you, you "Thriller." You, you stop at the TV when he about to perform just to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, even yeah. if you weren't a fan, even if you thought he was a creep or whatever, there are some Michael Jackson songs. Beat it, come on. You know you're tapping your feet, man. Yeah. Thriller, come on. You know you're tapping. One of these starting something coming on, you know you're tapping your feet, man. Yeah. Like, he, he was undeniable in music. I don't think Taylor Swift is undeniable. She has huge hits. She sells a lot. She got a huge fan base. She ain't undeniable like that. Yeah. I, ain't, it ain't see, I be wanting to do this exercise with people, like, going over to another country. And just be like, hey, name name me three Michael Jackson songs right now. Mm-hmm. And see what people do. And then go to somebody else and say, all right, name three Taylor Swift songs. And see what they do. I just don't think it's that easy to just, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Oh, you got bad blood. You got blah, blah, blah. blah. It's not like that with Taylor yeah. Swift, man. So I, I, it's hard for me to say she in the same sentence. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, and then this is the funny part. So he read an article. I think it was a Billboard article that named mm-hmm. the ten greatest performers of all time, which I was already rolling my eyes because I'm like, this is about to be awful. Number one was the Beatles. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I forgot who else he said, but um, Taylor Swift was like number five. And get this, Michael Jackson was number six. So I'm like, man, that's the worst list ever, man. Like Michael Jackson got to be top two and not two. (laughs) And I would, I would be okay if Prince was number one or number. I would, I would be okay with that. But 
Michael Jackson not in the top two is is insane, man. <laughs> and to be fair, I've heard Taylor Swift put on a hell of a show, man. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, taking I can't any. Take nothing. I heard her shows are crazy. Yeah, I'm but not taking Michael Jackson, man. Yeah, I'm not taking any. I'm not taking game. anything away from Taylor. And maybe yeah. she could. Maybe she could catch up to Michael Jackson at some point. But I will say right now, Taylor Swift definitely toured more than Michael Jackson didn't tour a lot. Yeah, that's one thing. But when he did perform, like the world stopped to see him, man. Yeah. So it was it was a completely different different playing field. Like, look, man, I'll put it this way: I never met anybody that didn't know a Michael Jackson song, mm-hmm. or didn't know who Michael Jackson was. Like I could, I agree. Like I, I guarantee you, if I go to my mo- my mother is not in the loop of anything. If I go to my mother and say, hey, um. Hey, you want to listen to Taylor Swift? I guarantee you she probably don't know who Taylor Swift is. I I guarantee it. She just that far out the loop. But I can't I can't imagine anybody on this earth that don't know who Michael Jackson is or never heard of him. <laughs> no, I agree, man. Um yeah, people fainted. Now look, uh, to be fair, I'm sure people fan at every concert. But yeah, I mean, people lost their mind to even be in the near vicinity. He shut down countries, man. When he died, countries without without that were at war had ceasefires. He said, "Hey, everybody, stop about shooting!" That. Michael Jackson just died. <laughs> ain't ain't I fucking Russia and Ukraine ain't gonna stop shooting and killing each other if Taylor Swift died tomorrow? I'm sorry, yeah. she ain't stopping this war that's going on over there. But Michael Jackson died, and people who have been beefing for generations. <laughs> yeah, had called a ceasefire, man. So <laughs> don't com- don't compare them to me. Don't yes, people, man. Still. Yeah, people, people who don't even know English were singing Michael Jackson songs, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I just can't put them in the same. And this, like I said, you should. The only person that should be in the same sentence as a Michael Jackson to me is Prince. That that's it. I can't put anybody else in the same sentence as Mike. But yeah, I mean, I can't and, say and that, that like. Oh, go ahead. Good. I was going to say, like, those are the ones we like the most. I can't say they're the best performers ever. Like, we, we can't deny some people are out there. Like, I'm, the Beatles were huge, man. I, I can't knock them. I'm not That's a true. fan, but they, they basically created, like, the boy band, pop music as we know it now. That was the genesis of all this shit. People went crazy for the Beatles back in the day, man. So yeah. you got to give some people their props, man. Like, uh, uh, there's a lot of people out there that put on a hell of a show. So, I, I but of my, those are my picks personally, because I like them yeah. the most. I think they're the best performers, but that's just what I know, what I've seen. Yeah. And I'm a Beatles fan. I, I listen to the Beatles. I like John Lennon, mm-hmm. but I just don't think they had that same impact as Mike. Mike had everybody. It was, he was a black man. You know, he's, he was making, you know, soul music at one point, R&B music. And once he hit Thriller, that was it, man. He he had everybody in the palm of their hand. And the Beatles were big, too, but I, I, I just don't feel like the Beatles had everyone in the palm of their hand. It's kind of like how we look at Taylor Swift now because we're not Taylor Swift fans, but we acknowledge her and respect what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But she ain't got us in the palm of our hand where we got to stop what we're doing to check this album out or, you know, see her performance i think but michael jackson you had to check his album out you had to 
You had to stop what you're doing to see him perform. I think he just had the whole world on all sides in the palm of their hand, man. I just can't say the same thing about Taylor Swift. Or even, shit, even the Beatles, man, because my dad grew up, he didn't really care for the Beatles. Mm-hmm. But I, I think now he listened to them a little bit because it kind of reminded him back in the day when he was a kid. Yeah. And he used to hear it on the radio. But my mom don't care for the Beatles. But Michael Jackson, you could play Michael Jackson in any household and people will get to going. No, I agree. And yeah, it's a it was a cross-cultural thing with Michael Jackson. Now I don't think uh Taylor Swift crosses a lot of cultures, yeah. but it is what it is, man. I, yeah. I get your I get your point though, definitely. Um, but we've gotten yeah. off topic, man. Yeah, but yeah, I good. just I just had to throw that in. That was a, to me, that was a hot take. I mean, it is. It is. It, yeah, I think because I was expecting him to say like Prince or something like that, or I would have t- shit. I would have took like the Rolling Stones. I would have said Elvis. Man, I, I would have like been old school with if he would have said Elvis or something like that. Yeah, like I wouldn't argue with that. But Taylor Swift, I'm just like, uh, I would. I don't know about that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, nah. He, but he yeah. just probably got kids who are all about her, so he thinks that's you know. He's being yeah, I think and and like and to defend him a little bit, I think he was looking at the numbers too. And music, you can't really compare the numbers. This ain't sports. Yeah, music is the numbers is all fake, man. Yeah, the streams. Um, if Michael Jackson was in the streaming era, come on, man, it wouldn't. Yeah, if fair. he was in twenty, if Michael Prime Michael Jackson was in twenty twenty two, it wouldn't even be close. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real, for real. Yeah. So, but yeah, let's I get, get your point. Man. Yeah, let's yeah, get. I, I would be track. annoyed by that conversation too, because that that that's some silly shit. Yeah, I was shocked. I I was expecting that from Landry, man. I ain't expect <laughs> that from the OG. <laughs> even Landry yeah, was gotta, like, wait. Gotta, even Landry was like, what the, the fuck? OG tag, man. We got we, that, the OG tag for John Lopez is in question. We gotta <laughs> we gotta look into you know having that looked at because that, that's looking a little fugazi. Ain't no OG gonna say Taylor Swift better than fucking Michael Jackson. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about the OG tag is in question, man. Got, might have to revoke it for old John Lopez. Yeah. Um, okay, back to our back to our uh, predictions. We're only like two categories in. <laughs> so, back to our grand predictions, man. Number three, song of the year. There's a song called A B C D E F U. Oh, I remember. I, 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 it's what, I actually know what that song is. That song. That song sounds the stupidest shit ever. Yeah. Man. No, it's 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 actually funny because the song be like A B C D E F U type of thing. I mean, I figured that's it's what a, it's a pop. Like, it's a pop song. It just sounds stupid, man. Yeah. It's a it's a pop song. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, somehow apparently it got in, but to be fair, they expanded the nomination list, so a <laughs> lot of yeah, I got we we got to confiscate the OG status from John Lopez after that hot take, man. I, I don't I don't like the Taylor Swift is better performer than Michael Jackson <laughs> allegation, but whatever. Anyway, song of the year, A B C D E F U, About Damn Time by Lizzo, All Too Well by Taylor Swift. As It Was by Harry Styles, Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, Break My Soul by Beyonce, Easy On Me by Adele, God Did by Everybody, DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, 
Hart Part 5, Kendrick Lamar. Just like that, Bonnie Raitt. I didn't know Bonnie Raitt dropped a new song. Damn. Okay. What do you think? Uh, and this is Song of the Year? Yes. And the uh, the previous one was Record of the Year? Album of the Year. Well, we oh. did Record of the Year first, then Album of the Year. This is Song of the Year. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh man. I'm going to go with that. Um, oh. Screw it. I'm going to go with Adele, man. Okay. I don't think she's going to go for 04. I don't think she's going to go 04. So uh, I'm going to go with Adele on this one. Okay. And for me, I'm going to go. Hmm. Hmm. Song of the year. Something tells me they're going to give this one to Beyonce. Mm. Because this is supposed to be the new diverse board of Grammy people picking things. Oh, and is I think it? they're going to throw <laughs> black people a bone by giving Beyonce song of the year. Because to be fair, it was a pretty big song. Yeah. Um, I think Beyonce going to take this one. I'm going to say Beyonce for Break My Soul. Okay, okay. That's a shame how we sitting here like, oh, they we think they're going to throw the black folks a bone right here. This is how it goes, man. <laughs> That's like a damn year, shame, every year, man. When, dog, every year they're like, it's going to be different. People get pissed off twice at the Grammys. Number yes. one, the nominations. Number two, when people win. Yes. <laughs> and people get, uh, other people don't. And every year they're like, oh, we got Quest Love on the board. We got people, black people on the board. We got black folks on here. We got hip hop people, rappers. Y'all really think they putting in a deciding vote for these people? (laughs) It's not happening. It's the same people making the decisions. It's all political. And honestly, low key, I feel like that's why Taylor Swift might go O for whatever. Mm. Because I feel like she is bucking the system of the record industry. And oh, I don't yeah. think people like that. So yeah. I feel because, like Taylor Swift might get blanked. Because she, only is, she, is she even nominated? Because yeah, uh, maybe. I thought I mentioned her name. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe she not nominated. I don't know. Now I gotta look I don't think she sure no- I mentioned her name. Yeah, but um, she, she's nominated for best country song. So we just mentioned her for song of the year. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, she, I didn't... she all too well. Okay, was nominated, and yeah, okay. So all too well. I don't think that's gonna win. I don't think Taylor's gonna win this year. We'll see. Yeah. Um, next one, best new artist. We got Anita. I've not heard of. I don't think Anita? we've heard of many of these people. I'll say that right now. Anita. I'm just Anita. And it's not I T T A, not uh, Baker. Damn, that's crazy. She can't go by Anita. I know it's two C's. <laughs> I guess that's supposed to be what makes it different. Best new artist: Anita, Omar Apollo, Dami and J D Beck, Mooney Long, Samara Joy. <laughs> Lotto, one name I don't know. Hey, shout out Man- to Lotto. <laughs> Man of Skin, Toby, Toby Molly okay. Turtle, and somebody named Wet Leg. So is that Toby from Houston? Yes. Okay, shout out to Toby, man. Shout out to Toby. 
Best new artist nominee. Mm. Make your pick. <laughs> I man, I have no idea who these people are outside of Toby and Lotto. You know it's not gonna it, be it's, Lotto. It's not so about to be Lotto. It's not yeah. about to be Toby. I'm gonna just go with the first person you name, man. Anita, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, nah. I don't know. Anita sounds like a black person. <laughs> she got to be black, right? <laughs> Probably. Let me look her up. Look her she got to be black. But I'm a. I'm gonna just go with the second person, man. Okay, so you're going with Omar Apollo. That sound black too, but. Yeah, I'm gonna just Omar go with him, Apollo. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this cr- I feel bad because we're a hip hop podcast and we be out here in the streets trying to, you know, <laughs> keep people up to the new music. Yep. And I never heard of none of these people outside of the two. Um, I'm gonna say Samara Joy because that just sounds like somebody who would win a Grammy. <laughs> okay, so so, uh, so Anita is not black; she's Brazilian. Okay. Damn, I might have to change my pick. Like now. Oh, she cute. She, she look cute. all right, okay. yeah. What does Samara Joy look like? <laughs> oh, she's black. Oh, Samara Joy. She's a jazz, jazz singer. singer. I could see, see, this is like the classy black music people like in yeah. the Grammy board. So I, I could see her winning. You think I she think can win it? <laughs> Samara Joy m- might win Best New Artist. Who is the one I picked? Omar Samar? You picked Omar Apollo. Omar Apollo? Okay. Yeah, Omar Samar. No, it's an Omar Samar that just popped up in Google. In Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, it's Omar Apollo. <laughs> um, okay, the next category is Best Pop Solo Performance. Um, do we care about this? Uh, who's on there? Is it people we actually we got Adele? Okay, we can now we can pick this one. We can okay. pick this one. Okay, best pop solo performance. And the nominees are "Easy on Me" by Adele, "Moscow Mule" by Bad Bunny, "Woman" by Doja Cat, "Bad Habit" by Steve Lacey, "About Damn Time" by Lizzo, "As It Was" Harry Styles. I'm gonna go with Harry Styles on this one, man. Okay. I th- I think he gonna get one. I think Adele got the other one. I think he gonna get this one. Okay, you say Harry Styles. Yeah. And I'm going to say, hmm, hmm. I'm stuck. I think either Bad Bunny or Lizzo. I just feel like they're going to give Lizzo something here. Mm. Um, so I kind of want to lean towards her. The Bad Bunny has had a year that can't be denied. Yeah. So I'm wondering about that, too. And I'm going to say Bad Bunny. Okay. I'll go Bad Bunny for best pop performance. <laughs> we probably going to be awful in this one. Yeah, I'm not feeling too confident. I'm not confident at all, man. Yeah, last last <laughs> year for some reason I felt like I just knew, but this one is a little more tough. Man. Yeah, we probably lie. need to stick in the hip hop category yeah. in the R and B probably. Nah, you ain't lying. <laughs> um, I don't care about these other pop categories. Best pop duo performance, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Best yes. pop, I don't care. Best pop vocal album, I don't care. Okay, wait a minute. 
we have dance electronic music. See, is this the reason why <laughs> these people are dropping dance albums so they can get so they can <laughs> an win a Grammy for best dance album? Yeah. So so it's going never... it's going to Drake or is Drake in there? No, nah, he's not. Okay, so probably Beyonce. Beyonce, uh, Rosewood by Bonobo, Diplo and Miguel, David Guetta and BB Rexa, Kay Chinata and her, and Rufus Du Soul. Do you think Beyonce gonna win Best Electric slash Dance Album recording? I think so. I think she's okay. gonna get it. Yeah. That's kind of to me. And this is no disrespect to the dance artists because I think they be making some badass music. But it's Beyonce, man. I think this is like Kanye cleaning up in the gospel category when yeah. he dropped that gospel album. I I think it's gonna be similar to that. If it now, if Drake if Beyonce wasn't in this and Drake was, I I think Drake could <laughs> possibly lose, man. I can see Drake losing to a Diplo or um, or uh, David Guetta. I'm gonna say uh, Kay Trinata for the song "Intimidated," okay, featuring her because I feel like that's more like Beyonce just dipped her toe into dance. But yeah. Kay Trinata been doing this for a minute now, so like okay. that's people argued that you know Drake and them were stealing from artists like Kay Trinata. Mm. So I will say. Is going to Kate Trinata featuring her for Intimidated. Okay. You said it I was said going Beyonce. To, to Beyonce break my soul. Okay. Okay. As it is, I don't care about any other categories. There's more. Yeah. Rock, I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. RB, do you want to talk about that? RB? Uh, nah, we ain't been listening to no RB to judge. Fair so. enough. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard. I didn't know Mary J. Blige dropped a new album. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she. Um, it's called Good Morning Beautiful, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good I, Morning Gorgeous. Good Morning Gorgeous. Yeah, I remember she dropped a song, but I never listened to the album. Yeah, I I, I will say I do think that Beyonce will win in the. Uh, she's not nominated for Best R and B Album. Interesting enough. So maybe I'm, she will uh, win best uh, dance album. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Technically, everybody kept saying to us, technically, it's a dance album. Yeah. So I think Beyonce will win best R and B song for Cuff It, maybe. Okay. Or maybe not. I don't know. Jasmine Sullivan's here too. People like her, so I don't yeah. know. But yeah, she maybe makes. I didn't realize she was not nominated for R and B album, so maybe she'll get dance. I yeah, yeah. I think she gonna. I think she gonna get the dance. Could be. Could be. Um, okay, let's get to rap. Best rap performance. God did. DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday. <laughs> Vegas by Doja Cat. Pushing P, McGonna in Future featuring Young Thug. FNF, Fuck Nigga Free, if you didn't know the acronym. By Hit Kid well, and Glorilla. Real quick, man. I think it's crazy how she was nominated that quick. Yeah. <laughs> that song came out yesterday, it felt like. I know. So it's it's kind of crazy how she was nominated that quick for a Grammy. And I don't I, look, man, I like the song. I don't think that song is Grammy nominated work. We, you, 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 they could not give the Grammy to a song called Fuck, Fuck Nigga, Nigga Free. Free man, okay? Yes. Yes. No. 
I know things get progressive. Look, look, I'm a fan of hers, man. I I, I like uh, Glorilla. But that should not be nominated, man. <laughs> if Nas had to wait 30 years to get a fucking Grammy, I don't want to see no glow really. She ain't even got an <laughs> album out, Grammy man. Immediately, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, look, that's that's ridiculous right there, man. Okay, so you got to pick who you think is gonna. What, what do you think is gonna win best rap performance? Um, was well, definitely not um, Glorilla. Who was the rest of them? Um, it was God did, Oja Cat Vegas, Pushing P, and the Heart Part Five. I think DJ Khaled gonna get this one, man. I think they're gonna okay. throw. Uh, in your words, they're gonna throw him a bone, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna finally throw him something because that. I mean, that song was talked about a lot. I mean, you you gave your reasons for why you had the conspiracy. On why this song was or the Jay Z verse was talked about, but I think they gonna throw him a bone right there. Okay, I'm gonna say Kendrick is gonna win this one. Okay, um, I think that the song itself is a very Grammy friendly type of song. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Kendrick's gonna take this one. I think that, I, like I said, I think the the album's gonna win anything because, like I said, the controversy between. Or about the subject matter, yeah. but this song, I feel like it's just ripe for a Grammy. So I'm gonna go uh, Kendrick for the heart part five. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have best melodic rap performance. Beautiful by DJ Khaled featuring Future and SZA. Wait for you. Future got two nominations in the same category. Wait for you. Future featuring Drake and Tim's. First Class by Jack Harlow. Die Hard Kendrick Lamar and Blast and Amanda Reefer. And Big Energy by Lotto. See, we got a song called "Fuck Nigga Free" and a song <laughs> called "Big Dick Energy." Big Dick Energy, yes. Nominated for Grammys this year. What is going on, in society, y'all? We're losing recipes. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, Piggy? Um, I was gonna say Jack Harlow first class, but I think I'm gonna go with um I was gonna go with um uh, Lotto, but I think they're gonna okay. give it to Jack Harlow, man. I think I'm gonna go with Jack Harlow. I think that's a safe pick right there. <laughs> it's a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I think they gonna go with that one. And I will say, hmm. Yeah, my my, my eyes <laughs> gravitated to Jack Harlow too, man. I feel it, like it's the same pick, he, man. It's yeah. the same song. Yeah. Um, uh, no, uh, big energy is it's a little raunchy. I can't see Future winning a Grammy, man. I'm sorry, I just can't. Okay, yeah. I'll be hype if it happened, but I just can't see him winning a Grammy, man. I don't know. I just can't see it happening. So I will say this will be like the Macklemore year. Yeah. You know, I think Jack Harlow is the Macklemore of this year, and I think he'll win at least this. So I'm going <laughs> to agree with you, man. I say it's going to be first class as well. Yeah. Next up. We have best rap song. 
Churchill Downs, Jack Harlow featuring Drake, God Did Again, The Heart Part Five Again, Pushing P Again, and Wait For You Again. So, kind of the same song that what, were in the last what category, category. What category is this? This is Best Rap Song. See, I don't. I have no idea what the difference is between a best melodic rap performance and a best rap song. <laughs> I don't get it, but okay. So, what do you think? Best rap song? Uh, Jack Harlow, <laughs> God Dig, Heart Part Five, Pushing P, Wait for You. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go with Kendrick on this one. I guess. Okay. This is so confusing, man. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say if we get one category wrong, but the same person wins a similar category, I'm going to say that's a win for us, man. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to count that no matter what. Yeah. If the hard part five don't win uh, best rap performance, but it wins best melodic rap performance or best rap song. I'm going to say we got it right anyway. Yeah. Okay. Close enough. Yeah. But uh, okay. So you say Kendrick. Yeah. Okay. And I will say the list real quick. I'm going to say will Churchill Downs won this as well. You know, they don't really like Drake like that. Well, God did. I'm going to say God did. I think God did will win something. Wait, so uh, I picked God did a couple categories ago. What you category that was, was that? Best rap performance, not best rap song. That, see, that is <laughs> like is what the fuck do that mean, man? Yeah, so they can give as many awards. As <laughs> yeah, they can. that's it. it. Yeah. So you say Heart Part Five for best rap song. I say God did. Watch Churchill Downs win it. Yeah. I have a feeling it might. <laughs> okay, and the last category you probably care about on this entire list is best rap album dun 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 we're here best rap album god did dj khaled future i never liked you come home the kids miss you jack harlow mr morale and the big steppers kendrick lamar it's almost dry push a t hey uh kendrick lamar is in this category Yes. This might be similar to what he went through with Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. I think it might. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Jack Harlow, man. Hey. I, I wouldn't be surprised because Jack Harlow got a, a, a machine behind him, too. I would not be surprised if Jack Harlow <laughs> shock everybody and went album of the year. Rap, or rap album? Is yes, it, best rap album. I wouldn't be surprised if he went best best rap album. And this is not our, this is not what we want. Exactly. Yes, we got to remind people like, this is what we think is going to win, not what we would want to win. Yeah, to me, the best album in this category is probably Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And then I will follow that by um, Pusha T. But I think, <laughs> I ain't like this, um, I ain't like his album at all, man. But I do think it's going to be Jack Harlow. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I, I feel like this might be another, like I said, the Macklemore this year, man. <laughs> but to be fair, now that I'm thinking about it, we went through this again and everybody got mad. So maybe this will be another bone thrown. Because realistically, 
I think there are only two albums that can win this category, and that's Jack Harlow and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. DJ Khaled ain't gonna win it for a collaboration album. Future ain't gonna win it because he's toxic. Pusha T ain't gonna win it for an album about selling cocaine. Okay? Yeah. It's gonna be a pretentious type or a safe album. Um, you said Jack Harlow. I will say Kendrick. Okay. I didn't think it was gonna happen, but I've talked myself into it now. It because because of the blowback that happened last time, he got snubbed for "To Pimp a Butterfly." I think this will be the get back for that. So was it to uh, "Pimp a Butterfly" or was it "Good I Kid"? To, was it "Good Kid, Mad I, City"? I thought it was "Good Kid, Mad City." It might be, but it might but be. yeah, it, it, it don't matter. But um, yeah, he got snubbed for Macklemore, who I don't even know where the fuck he is now. Quit rap, probably fucking. <laughs> Became a Bitcoin CEO <laughs> or some shit, man. Probably sell NFTs online. <laughs> okay, I will say Kendrick for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Okay. Do you have um in front of you the uh I guess the, do they have the like the albums of the year, not rap albums, but just albums overall? I just kind of yeah, we did that already, didn't we? Just the overall album of the year, not the uh, yeah, we rap. Did that. Okay. We, that was one of the first ones we did for album of the year. Okay, okay. I picked you picked Bad Bunny and I picked Abba. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So okay. no no rap albums made it to the uh, <laughs> yeah. best album of the year. I don't think. Okay. Um, let's see if there's anything else. I think that's it. I think that's all we care about. We care about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't care about any of this other bullshit. So that's it for us. That yeah. is our Grammy nominations. Our Grammy predictions of who's gonna win. Now we're gonna check this. I don't feel too confident in this one, man. I'll be honest. I don't yeah, feel like we might we might fail this. We this we one definitely might be dicey. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling this the same confidence I felt last year, but we'll see, man. Who knows? Yeah, uh, uh, I just know people are gonna be mad regardless. Yeah, another thing to point out too. This was kind of big on Black Twitter was um, Summer Walker was not nominated at all. Oh wow! And a lot of people felt like she had a really good album, so um, that was kind of an eye raiser. I'm I'm not the biggest Summer Walker fan, you know. I can't I can't throw the pom poms for, her, but um, I felt like in the R and B part, she probably should have been nominated. Uh, who Summer Walker? Yeah, Summer Walker. Oh. For uh for what like best R and B album yeah best yeah best R and B album yeah because she wasn't nominated at all and she released something and people a lot of people felt like that was one of the best R and B albums of the year so yeah, that's a weird it, snub it, it was kind of it was kind of shocking yeah so it I seemed mean, like you put Lotto in there you put Glorilla in there you can't put a damn Summer Walker in there yeah it seemed like Strange. it it might I I wonder if it was personal a little bit but. That was kind of strange. Probably because she's singing about getting her ass ate. <laughs> <laughs> they heard that song she had with Kendrick and said, enough. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah I have no idea, man. Yeah, I, I mean, the Grammys are weird. Like we said, it's all political. It's all business influenced. And I don't really give a shit who wins a Grammy or doesn't. Yeah. But it's fun to predict who is going to win just to upset people 
Yeah. People going to tune in and then say, oh, well, all we care about the Grammys, but yeah. they watch the Grammys and care about it. That's so. the one That's the one thing I, I, I'd be disappointed about, man, because people always say, hey, we don't need the Grammys. We, why are we focused on the Grammys? And then every when somebody, you watch, and then when yeah, a black, when they, they throw, have a take. yeah, but then when they throw a black person a bone at the Grammy, yeah, shout out to him, we won yeah. a Grammy. It's like, why is we doing that, man? We can't, All these artists are getting excited about being Grammy nominated. Yeah, we can't. Saying, oh God, we can't, look what God did. <laughs> we okay. can't. We can't play both sides, man. We got to be in or out. So no, I mean, I've always argued we need like a prestigious award for our culture but you know we we have rap awards and want to put goofy shit like hustler of the year so yeah. <laughs> you can't take it seriously yeah no matter what the grand grammy is always gonna carry weight man no matter what you say grammy gonna carry weight it is man and so, you know those record labels got you know they got a hand in it exactly so um you know we don't we don't never hear anything oh yeah this artist is bt nominated like we don't hear that. It's it's all Grammy nominated artists hits yeah. more. <laughs> it does. No, that that's like winning an Academy Award. Man. Yeah, it ups your whole profile. You could charge more. Your discography becomes worth more automatically. Yeah, so, and it's not yeah. just it's not just with rap. Like country artists are nominated. Uh, this nominated country artists joining the show, or mm-hmm. this nominated rap artists. Like that's just the that's that's the Grammys. Yep. So uh, it's always going to be worth more. But if if we are serious about, you know, leaving them alone and starting our own, we need to do that. And a lot of platforms need to, you know, support whatever they do. But it can't it can't be both ways. It can't be. It can't be. Oh, Summer, uh, Summer Walker is nominated. Yay, supporter, supporter. And then say hey she didn't win we need a boycott like it i don't i, I just feel like it, it it can't be both man we gotta be all in we gotta be all out <laughs> and we know what it is yeah no but we'll never be all out like i said er, er, yeah Grammy's carry much weight. And, and see the thing is too about that is you know let's say we were all out we said hey let's stop going to the grammys and all that stuff but a young artist like Glorilla get nominated for the song of the year, she going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if I was in their position, I would go to the awards. I would feel confident and hope I would win. And I would use that on my resume. So it's hard to sit there and tell her to, to boycott the awards. So it, it's never going to be all in. I mean, it, it, People ain't going to be all out. So... It kind of sucked, man, but I guess the Grammys still hold, they still hold weight. No, no, I agree, man. Um, And yeah, it's always going to be, look, it's going to be the industry standard for artists, period. So it is what it is, man. You you can disagree with it. It's definitely political, but it carries weight and artists are always going to care about it, man, no matter what they say. So Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. So those are our predictions. We will check them. When, when is the Grammy Awards? February, Probably I think, in February. something like that. Yeah. When is it? It's February 5th, 2023. So, yeah, we will check back and see if we're correct or not. But 
Yeah. We'll see. We might be like below 50%, man. Yeah, we I'm not feeling too <laughs> I'm not feeling it with this one. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but we'll see. We will see. <laughs> Who knows? Um other things that happened this week, we'll kind of speed around some other headlines. Uh how do you feel about the memorial left by the Prince estate, not the purple one, the uh <laughs> mob ties one? <laughs> Jay Prince and his family apparently sent a flower bouquet to the site, the bowling alley where takeoff was killed. And it read something like H town infinity sign and the Prince family in roses. Very controversial. People wondered why that wording was chosen. Why nothing about takeoff was mentioned. What do you think about this, Figgy? And remember who you're affiliated with. I thought it was a good thing from just a few days ago. I thought it was a good thing from the J Prince family, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm just playing. I thought it was, I thought it was a little strange, man, because when you usually do like a um, memorial or tribute or something like that, it would normally go like rest in peace, take off, rest in peace, so and so. But for the simple fact that their name was all over it more than what they were paying tribute to, that was a little that was a little strange, man. I just like I kind of tried to put myself in that in their shoes, and if I was if I was them, I I just don't see myself saying, "Hey, this is a tribute from Figgy Fig." <laughs> it just it just don't seem right, man. I. I don't know what this was all about. Maybe it was in good hearts. Maybe, you know, maybe they tried to do something good for it, but I thought this was super strange, man. I just, I don't, I I don't know, man. I couldn't, I couldn't put what they put. I would have had to put rest in peace tape for I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and take credit for it. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man, to me, to be honest, man, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We wasn't there. We don't know what happened. We ain't talked to nobody. But this seemed like it's, to me, it kind of have, it, it have a feeling of, hey, hey, we did something about this. You know, hey, we, hey, this was our responsibility right here. So we, we going to take credit for what happened. That's, that's the kind of feeling it, it got a little bit. It's kind of like um it's kind of like when um remember when uh it would be like attacks from ISIS or something like that mm-hmm. and they would announce weirdly like oh yeah this was ours this was us we take credit for this attack type thing that's what it's, it it kind of had that type of feeling to it so um I don't know I I'm probably totally wrong so please, um, <laughs> mob ties, don't come after me. I don't know what happened, but it just had that type of feeling of claiming responsibility when they put that on there. Now, if they would have put just rest in peace, take off, then I wouldn't have had a problem with it. But it seemed like they they put they just put their name on it. Where it it, it kind of seemed like they was taking responsibility for it, but. That's that's just me. That's that's how it seemed to me. Yeah, the wording was weird, man. The H town especially. 
I didn't understand that. Um, like you could say RIP take. I know you only got so many letters you could probably do with that rose shit, I guess, but it was weird, man. The the Apes Town Forever for Atlanta artist who died in Houston at the spot where he died was strange. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with this case, man. I'm still wondering. I mean, it's been like what three weeks now. Yeah, you haven't heard any updates. It was, it was October 31st or uh, November Halloween. 1st, like, yeah, the day after Halloween. So, yeah, it's been about three weeks, man. And yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Part of me, my conspiratorial mind is thinking that the feds might be involved. Maybe this is going to be like the Rico case. You know how the YSL thing kind of started over Young Thug's beef with another rapper. Yeah. That started to get out of control. His baby mother got killed. Young Thug's baby mother got killed. Then that guy was attacked in jail and almost killed the guy he was beefing with. So I wonder, part of me wonders if, this is going to be the catalyst of something to take down that entire organization. It could be, know. man. It could be because, like I said, they was investigating Young Thug and them since what 2014. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. And I'm the the feds have been looking at Jay Prince, and Jay Prince knows this too. So, yeah. like, I'm sure he's not he's not surprised, but. I'm wondering what the why we haven't heard any updates. Look, he was killed in public in front of like 50 people. And people want to say, oh, they're just being silent. I've seen people talk on the news. Okay. Yeah. Why eyewitnesses went on they they had their face covered, but they explained what happened. Why would you go to channel eleven and talk about what happened and not go to the police? You know, mm-hmm. all the videos they got, all the security cameras they probably had around the area. There's no way they don't know who did this by now. I yeah, think. and then not to mention, we talked about this before. It was a private party, man. Yeah, this wasn't like it was at a concert or a festival or something like that, or just randomly in the club. This was a private party, so like you could get a list of all the people that was there, or get an idea who who was all there. Because if we had a private party up at the station. And something happened. You know, you know how fast they'll find out who did what. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of interesting, man. And um, it seemed like you know I was looking on social media, and it seemed like a lot of people in that crew was being really defensive about things because I seen um, I seen um, uh, Sauce Walker. He made a comment, pretty much saying. Uh, I'm paraphrasing this, but he pretty much said, "Damn, uh, take off! I wish, I wish you was with me. You would have been good." Yeah. And um, and um, one of the members of the group was like, "What you mean?" And um, <laughs> Sauce so Walker replied and said, "You, uh, you seen what I said? Like my number ain't my number ain't changed." So it seemed like a lot of them is getting really defensive about you know how people looking at them at the moment. So, um, yeah, man, I'm not sure. I think you on or something, man. I think maybe um, the feds are, you know, kind of sitting back trying to get everything because, 
you know, I kind of been through this too with my with my friends, my personal friends, where the feds was watching them for years, and they just sitting back watching, let letting them commit all the crime, and just waiting for that moment so they can just go down, lock everybody up for a long for for a very long time. So maybe you know, right now, it's too early to do that. Maybe they trying to wait at the right moment to you know, jump in so that way they could be locked up for years and years and never get out. That That's how I usually go, man, because when you jump the gun too early, they can they could probably beat that case. They could probably sit in for about a couple years and be right back out doing the same thing. But a lot of these Fed, uh, these Fed people and um, these people like that, they try to, they let you do your dirt. They let you have fun. And they record all of that shit. And at the very end, it's kind of like the Young Thug thing, man. They've yeah. been watching them since 2014, man. That's a long time to sit there and watch them do whatever they was doing. And once they, you know, decide playtime is over, then, you know, they lock you up. And <laughs> it, it, it it's damn near Hail Mary for you to uh, try to get out. So... This could be the case. I hope it's not, man. But this could be the case, man. Yeah. And I had to look up um, how long it took for the police to get uh, the guy who killed Nipsey Hussle in mm. L.A. It took two days, man. Damn. Eric Holder was arrested two days after he killed Nipsey. And this is in L.A. Yeah. Where they, they have so much crown, they tell people not to even come. And yeah. rappers not to come. I'm sure a lot of unresolved murders out there, but they caught the guy in two days. Mm-hmm. But somehow Takeoff, who was killed in public with cameras and everything and 50 people watching and nobody's been arrested yet, going on three weeks. Yeah. So my instinct just tells me something bigger is at play. I think they're going to use this as an opportunity to bring a lot of stuff to light. And I don't know. That's my. That's just the only thing I can think of as to why nobody's been caught. We haven't heard any updates about this from the police. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, and we we see it kind of often where you know something happened and these detectives like, hey, we need to get on this, and other people is like, hold on, we've been investigating these dudes for for um, five or six years, man. Yeah. Like, no, we're not about to run in and blow this up yet. <laughs> like, just hold back. But I no. do think I do think this um the death of takeoff was huge. I don't think this is something they would have predicted. So um, you know, I don't know how they can just cover this up, man. And I was talking to somebody about this before, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody throw one of them throw somebody out there that, you know. To fry, pretty much, to um, <laughs> take that on the chin, to get the people off of them, because that's pretty common, man. I can see somebody j- just taking the blame, and um, that way, because the cops ain't, you know, this ain't about to be un- just a, a murder unsolved. This ain't, you know, a, a a a kid or something that was missing for years, and you just kind of you know, move on. This is a high-profile murder, man. 
this is a hot this was a um a hip hop star, a celebrity. This ain't just about to go unsolved. So um, you know, if they wanted to kind of get the heat off of them, and I, you know, I ain't into the streets or nothing like that, but if they want to get the heat off of them, I can see them throwing somebody under the bus to take the blame so they could keep moving because the cops ain't about to stop this. I don't think they just about to say, oh, well, we we have no answers, so let's just move on. They Somebody got to take the rap for this, man. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I mean, there's – look, I mean, with the evidence, I'm sure they, they know who did it. Like, at this point, I, I, I have a feeling they know. So if somebody came who they know wasn't him and said it was him, I don't know if that would work. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I can't predict it. But I know it's affected the city's re- reputation. I know the mayor has tried to stress that crime is actually down, even though everybody's panicking about crime and saying crime's way up everywhere. Crime yeah. is down year to date from last year but it's still up from the past few years and the police chief and the mayor are all trying to fight this reputation and this takeoff murder made it worse. Yeah. You know, you have people like Deion Sanders come in and say, y'all don't leave your hotel, you know? Yeah. And, and so everybody like it's making the city reputation worse. Yeah. And so, it was, it was crazy because it wasn't even like that. Exactly. It was, it was, it was over dramatized, but look, the perception is, that there was a criminal organization who held a private party and some innocent guy got killed during it. Yeah. So I, I think that is why they're going to try to take the whole operation down, man. Yeah. So we might have to, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I, we we got to use these drops so when we qualify. still can. <laughs> we, we... <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, if the, look, we're gonna have to scrub all the uh, J Prince shit. <laughs> yeah, if the shit goes down, we renounce all of our mob ties. Okay, <laughs> but it ain't gone down yet, so we haven't done that. I don't, yeah. I don't want to get to that point, but we might have to revoke our mob. If if the feds the come, we don't know. <laughs> look, on the record, I was never a part of mob ties. Okay, I just said it to be funny on the podcast. Okay, they, they, we we were never members of the mob ties. We just had Jay Prince because he was talking about his liquor. Yeah, we they, did not have any affiliation with Mob <laughs> Ties, the organization. People, if you're listening, that is the truth. And I swear <laughs> by it. Biggie swears by it. We are not Mob Ties. We ain't even got the chains on. Look, yeah, we ain't got, we ain't got, we ain't got no jury, man. You've never seen me do this in real life. Right <laughs> They're going to be like, well, we was looking on YouTube. And he said y'all was qualified. You asked how to join mob time. Yeah, he said y'all was qualified. <laughs> oh, we going to jail, Figgy. That they, might be it for us. They're going to audit this podcast. They're going to take it down. We're going to be gone till November, man. We might, we might have fucked it up. Yeah. Oh, well. Sp- speaking of murders, man, uh, remember the last time I told you how somebody was murdered outside of my apartment? Yeah. So yesterday it was another murder out uh, right outside of my apartment. Damn, another one, man. <laughs> so I was at work and um, it was around maybe twelve or one o'clock, and my neighbor texted me, and he said, "Hey, just want to let you know, man. Uh, someone, someone outside our apartment was shot and killed, pretty much." Damn. I'm like, what? 
I'm like, really? And um, he kind of showed me the area. He sent me a picture of the area. And it was right by my parking spot, man. So uh, I have a parking spot. It's like under a little cover. And uh, right behind it, it's a gate. And you can walk out the gate and, you know, walk, uh, walk around the trail and all that. So it was like right outside of the gate behind my parking spot. <laughs> so I'm like, what? And, uh, he like, I, you can't really see the body. You can see where the body is, but the cops and all that wasn't even there yet. So I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And so apparently I ended up reading the news article and I guess um, it was like a, um, some, it was like an attempted, um, somebody tried to attempt to break in the car or something. And it was like fucking 11 in the morning, man. <laughs> mm. I'm like, damn, why, like, why are y'all trying to break in cars at 11 in the morning? Man? Yeah, like, y'all even brush y'all teeth? But, um, yeah, somebody got shot. And um, they died right there, man. Damn. That's wild. That's two. And then the news article made a point to say, hey, uh, it was two murders <laughs> at this apartment complex. Oh, of course. Yeah. So I'm like, man, y'all y'all niggas need to go down on the rent at this point. Nah, for, for real. No, for, I, yeah. I fear for my safety. I can't pay more than $200 a month. Sorry. <laughs> no, for real, man. We in the fuck. You didn't tell me this was Compton. Like these motherfuckers going up on the rent, they going up on the parking spaces, they making it difficult to park mm-hmm. where I had to sign up for all type of bullshit. Like, man, like, nah, man. Like, I can't even walk my dog out there, man. <laughs> I'll be out there damn near naked with nothing. <laughs> like, I'm thinking it's safe and gated. <laughs> but apparently people be trying to break into cars and shit. So um that was wild, man. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. Be safe out there, dog. Be careful, yeah. dog. That's, that's yeah, I think this is the last time we're gonna renew our lease, man. Yeah, it needs to <laughs> we, be, man. We already on, looking for a sp- Yeah, we already looking for a spot now. So Yeah, y'all gotta move on up like Jefferson's, man. Can't stay in the hood like that, yeah, dog. We that's need crazy. Go, yeah, we might have to go to KD or Pearland or something. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I mean, KD getting crazy too now, man. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it kind of it kind of is, man. Damn. Like my parents are in still are in a pretty good neighborhood, but there's some areas where like KD kind of crazy, man. Damn. I never thought I would say that like 10, 15 <laughs> years ago, but KD kind of crazy in some places, man. So you got to be careful there too. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but uh. So yeah, be careful wherever y'all are. Be careful, man. It's yeah, yeah, there's no joke out here. Out there, it's man. around a holiday too, so yeah. people trying to get money and all don't type leave of no bullshit. fucking bags in your car, man. Man, at no, all. Don't I only leave nothing that looks like a bag. I only shit in my car, man. Mm-hmm. Like I got, so I got a, um, I got a Jeep um, Compass. So I got the back seats all down. It look, it's damn, it damn near look like a flatbed in the back. I don't keep nothing in the car, man. I just I just leave it wide open pretty much. Yeah, don't don't put nothing in the bag. Don't go to no fucking walk up ATM and take up money. Take out money. Yeah. Like go through a drive through and watch who you watch who fucking around you. Just be aware of your surroundings no matter what you're doing with money, man. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, crazy and, world out there. Man. Yeah, and don't everybody. and don't try to fight, man. I tr- uh like I thought about doing it. I I was robbed one time. And um, I was I was leaving KFC, man, because I worked at KFC. I was at the bus stop. And I was on the phone with my mother. 
And uh, I saw some niggas. It was like four niggas in the car riding past looking. And I was tell I told I literally told my mother like man I don't like being out here man it's people all looking at me in the car and all this and I'm waiting for the bus and uh, they came back around and parked so I'm like wait a minute hold on because I thought I knew them. I thought they was about to give me a ride or something and I seen the gun and I seen like three other niggas and I was just like oh man so uh, I ended up putting my hands up and. Um, I'm getting, I'm sitting there getting robbed, and they pointing the gun like down towards my dick. So I'm like, kind of like, you, you know how people kind of point towards your area or act like they're about to hit it, and your your reflex is kind of like pointing down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I seen the gun, and the gun looked kind of fake because I had some homies who would rob people with fake guns or BB guns. And so I'm like, man, this look kind of like, like I've never seen a tan gun before like this. And I'm like, man, should I tussle with it? Should I try to take it from him? But I'm like, nah, it's like three other niggas outside of him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I ain't even got shit worth losing. So I just gave it up, man. So, um, yeah, my point of that is, man, just if if you ever get in a situation like that, just give it up, man. It ain't It ain't worth it. No, definitely not, man. Like, look, I understand if somebody coming in your home, you got to yeah. protect your home. Yeah. So do what you got to do to protect it. But as far as, like, giving up your phone, giving up your wallet, that shit can be replaced, man. Yeah, it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. the fight. Yeah. Even if you got a, somebody you got a bag on you, whatever, it, it, it ain't worth the fight, man. So, yeah, don't, don't fucking, you ain't, this ain't no fucking John Wick. You ain't yeah. Keanu Reeves, man. You'll fucking die in real life. So mm-hmm. don't. It's not even worth. It's the not risk worth it in most cases. Yeah. So everybody be safe out there, man. Crazy world. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess last but not least, are we in the final days of Twitter or not? Mm. That is the question. Um, Elon Musk has, and we never really talked about this. I kept forgetting to bring it up, but Elon Musk officially bought Twitter few weeks ago the sale went through and then apparently all hell broke loose after that you know <laughs> first off he started everybody who subscribed to twitter blue got a blue check and all the yeah. blue checks were mad <laughs> so every instantly there was a bunch of fake tweets from people yeah. acting like there were sport there were people reporting news it was a nightmare it was a, man it, it was hilarious. I almost i almost I fell for one. i almost <laughs> fell for one <laughs> I was driving and I shouldn't be looking at my phone driving while I was in traffic. Yeah. And I seen the tweet from Adam Schefter or who I thought it was Adam Schefter that said, Josh McDaniels of the Raiders has just been fired. <laughs> so I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. So I'm like, I'm like, wait, is this real? Because I, I usually do that anyway. Whenever I see some news like that, I'm like, holy shit, is this real? And uh, I did the same thing with Jack Easterby went. I heard he got fired. I had to look mm-hmm. like, is this real Adam Schefter? And it was, but I did the same thing. And the nigga ain't had no followers, man. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? How? It's a blue check mark, but no followers. And so um, I didn't know you could actually click on the blue check to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of tell everything. When you click on that blue check or that name, it said this this um, user subscribed to blue blue twitter or something mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, oh, okay. So they paid for it. And um, and the ones that already had it, it said they're recognized as a government celebrity or something. So that's how you could tell the blue check marks now. But it was it was crazy, man. I seen a couple of them where I'm like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, they immediately got banned. <laughs> yeah, no, they were pretty quick with banning people who were impersonating people. I, I I don't know, man. This is the kind of fuckery. Maybe I'm just fucked up. This is the kind of fuckery <laughs> I miss with Twitter, man. <laughs> like this is the kind of fuckery I miss with Twitter to an extent. Like I miss the jokes. I miss the people with the fake tweets. Tweeting obvious, bull- oh, LeBron got traded. Really, you believe that, man? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit that people fall for. I'm like, come on, man. So I personally enjoyed it, but a lot of people were not, did not like it. Um, so they kind of cleaned that up, but apparently things have been getting crazy. Um, Elon basically fired like half of the people at least at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and basically said anybody who wants to stay needs to be prepared to work a whole lot in the next few weeks and anybody who wants to leave leave now and uh apparently yesterday there was news that Twitter just alerted employees that affected immediately all office buildings are temporarily closed and badge access is suspended no details given as to why and this is right after he told everybody no more remote work. They got to all come back to the office. Damn. So they say everybody got to come to the office to work. And now the office was closed for some reason. Yeah. Um. I think there was some kind of fear of sabotage because a lot of people apparently walked out and they were yeah. saying that there was fear that people were just going to try to take Twitter down just to shit on Elon before mm-hmm. they left. So mm-hmm. for that reason, they were trying to restrict that, that kind of makes something. sense. That's yeah, that's kind of thing we go through with radio because yeah, for people that don't know that uh, inside the radio, whenever they let somebody go, they let them go after their shift. Mm-hmm. So you never see it coming. So you can and finish. You get escorted out, so you can't even say bye to anybody. Yep, you can't take your shit or nothing. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah, and they do that because if you find out they letting you go during the show, you could go wild crazy on yeah. there, and it won't be a good look. So they usually keep it secret, and after the show, you can just have a normal meeting and say, hey, we letting you go, and then they escort you out. Yep. So apparently that's what happened here. Um and everybody thought that Twitter was going to go down. Apparently, there was a lot of errors going on with the site. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I see there's a report that offices were reopened on the 21st. But in the meantime, please continue to comply with company policy by refraining from discussing personal or confidential information on social media with the press or elsewhere. So, Yeah. Apparently, it's had to do with the whole mass exodus of people at Twitter leaving the company, and they were scared of reprise or something happening. So, yeah, people think that Twitter's not going to make it, man. People think Elon is getting too desperate to get profit from this company that's never really turned a profit before. He's, you know, seems like he's throwing shit at the wall just to see what sticks. He's already unbanned some people. Trump is still banned. They haven't decided what they're going to do with him. Mm-hmm. But a few people were unbanned. They were controversial. He also said uh, 
there's freedom of speech now that certain things won't be banned, but hate speech will still will be like demonetized or something. The wording was the, weird. Yeah, ain't that the same thing that and that's how it always been, right? Yeah. So basically, he said, "Let me let me find it." New Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative slash hate tweets will be max deboosted and demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. So basically, you won't be banned for calling somebody the F word or saying anything. Mm. But you will be shadow banned, it sounds like. Uh, can't okay. find, you won't pop up in people's timelines. You can't get any ad revenue from any viral tweet or whatever. Or mm. it won't go viral because it'll be de-boosted. Yeah. So basically, it'll shadow ban you for hate speech. Okay. Whereas people are asking, what constitutes as hate speech? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I could think of a few examples, but other things can be, you know, Depending on what political side you yeah. side I mean, with, it could be it's, hate speech or it, not hate yeah, speech. Yeah, it's Black Lives Matter hate speech. Exactly. So, so yeah. shit like that, you never know what they're going to say. It's suddenly hate speech. And now people are leaving the platform, some willingly, some, you know, are just done with it. Uh, what do you think, Figgy? Is Twitter done? Are you leaving Twitter? What's going on? Um, I'm not leaving Twitter, but... um. This seemed, this seemed like it was a disaster, man. I ain't think he was going to wild out like this because we see a lot of people purchasing big companies and just kind of leaving it how it is, but they might change a couple things. But he seemed like he don't even know what he's doing, man. He seemed like he just bought this company and he said, mm, I'm going to fire everybody. And oh, I'm going to just do this. Oh, I'm going to just do that. And it seemed like it's a disaster, man. I don't. I was kind of confused when people. Now, now to be fair, I think it was last night where people were like, "Oh, this is the last days of Twitter. This is the last day of Twitter." And uh, I enjoy seeing all the old tweets reemerging and and everybody reminiscing about old Twitter and all that stuff. I I enjoy that a lot, but I don't know how. Twitter would end if that makes sense. Mm. Like, will it just disappear? I mean, it, it kind of had a, a Y2K feel to it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not sure how it was going to end, but I do see Twitter eventually, you know, dropping real low where people, you know, eventually get off of it. We've seen it with a lot of stuff. We've seen it with stuff like MySpace. We've seen it with stuff. You know, Facebook's still going, but we've seen a lot of random platforms, Vine, where they just, you know, it just kind of disappeared a little bit, where people stopped getting on it and they eventually shut down. But um, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but I do see, like, I think this is the perfect opportunity for, like, um, uh, Meta, with a.k.a. Facebook, the, uh, the people who own Facebook and Instagram to um, jump into the Twitter type of vibe and make make a social media that's similar to Twitter. 
and try to invite everybody over there. I I do see I do feel like that's the perfect time to do it because it seemed like Twitter as far as um I guess the offices and the people that work for Twitter, it seemed like it's all over the place. It seemed like the place is on fire right now and people just running around trying to figure out what to do. I don't really see it outside of the um let anybody get a blue check mark for eight ninety nine. Outside of that, I don't really see the, you know, the firestorm. But um I I can I can see another company coming in and saying, hey, let's let's do a different type of Twitter. And, you know, let's, you know, let's take them out. I can see I can see that happening and Twitter eventually just going down where People eventually stop getting on Twitter. I don't think it's gonna happen in a couple of days, but I I could I could see it happening maybe next year, where this new social media app come out and it's similar to Twitter, and uh, a lot of people hop on there, and maybe eventually in like two or three years, people will forget about Twitter. I could I could see that happening, or um. Or unless Elon Musk kind of get his shit together and stay the fuck out the way and let people run the shit. But I don't think that's going to happen, man. I think, look, I, I don't think Twitter going to die tomorrow or Monday or something like that. But I do think in maybe a couple years, maybe two or three years, I do think Twitter w- would not be where the, where it is right now. I think it's going to be lower and people will probably be off of it. Yeah, I can see it happening too. Kind of like how everybody jumped on TikTok when they got tired of Instagram. Yeah. You know, now young people are on TikTok more than anything, man. It's one of the biggest social media apps. Really probably the biggest one, period. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the issue is that Elon Musk paid way too much for Twitter. He paid $44 billion, roughly. That's insane, Twitter. man. And Twitter is not worth nearly that much. I think he I think he just threw I think he kind of was just upset with a lot of so-called SJW woke shit. So yeah. he and he was he tired wanted of to Twitter. change it. Yeah, he was tired of Twitter annoying him with certain things. So he said, I'm gonna buy Twitter. Yeah. And then he, he just threw a number out and they said sold. And he's see so you he's like, wait a minute. But then he tried to go to court to not buy it, and that didn't work. He tried to take him to court to cancel the deal, and they said no. So the deal had to go through for $44 billion. They <laughs> gladly sold the company, and now he's panicking because he can't figure out how to make money off this shit, which Twitter never could make money off this shit, man. They were trying yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So... I mean, he's in a, I think he's just panicking because he realized he overpaid way too much. He knows he can't sell it for even half that probably. So I think he's just fucked. He's just trying to figure out a way to maybe possibly make it profitable soon. And he's trying to work his team to the bone. I don't know what he's doing. It seems like he's almost trying to sabotage the company, man. Yeah. Like by by firing everybody (laughs) and saying whoever works has to work a whole lot. Like who who's gonna sign off for that willingly, man? Yeah. What's the benefit if you were if you work at Twitter, you've been working there since the beginning, and a new boss comes in 
and says, hey, be prepared to double all your work. And if you're not prepared, just quit now. Yeah. Who would stay? Yeah. And then those people can probably get a job at Instagram. Anywhere. Yeah. So I don't understand like what what it almost seems like he's trying to tank the company. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's doing, man, but it's just very strange. Um, and I just don't understand it. Like I knew he was going to try some things cause that's just what he is. He's kind of a, just a strange guy, period. Um, it is funny how everybody loved him a few years ago though. Like people wanted <laughs> him to buy the Houston Texans. Dog, everybody <laughs> loved Elon Musk cause they thought he was going to save the universe with his electric cars. <laughs> and now he's like one of the most hated people. But on both sides of the political spectrum, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it's funny how that happened so quickly. But now everybody is just disgusted by him. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to Twitter, man. I wouldn't look. <laughs> I never thought Vine would go under. I thought Vine was huge. And that was was fucking deep. got blown up. Yeah. So I, I don't look. I think Twitter could go at some point. It might be sold to another company. I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like it, it's just going to go downhill from here, man. Yeah. And I'm somebody who be on Twitter every day, basically. Yeah. I don't know what I would do without Twitter on some days when I'm bored at work or something. Yeah. But I could. I think the best days are behind Twitter, and I think it's just going to get worse and worse until people jump on something else. Yeah, and um, like I said, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's just gonna explode and be gone tomorrow. Yeah, but I do think it's gonna take a couple years, maybe a year or two, mm-hmm. maybe three years, where people will be like, "Nah, I'm cool," and it's gonna take. I don't think people are just gonna leave it and just go to Instagram like normal or go back to Facebook, but I think it's gonna be some type of other social media app. Where people are like, damn, this is cool. I could do this. I could do that. I'm going to just go over here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's how I was with MySpace. MySpace was the shit. And then um, more people found out about Facebook. And, you know, pe- more people started going to Facebook, even though Facebook, I think Facebook might have been, was it older? I can't remember. But more people. Than what? Than MySpace. And they're kind of close. I they're kind of close. I don't know if it was older. But. Yeah, but more people started going to Facebook, and then Twitter came around. People started going to Twitter, and MySpace was just kind of left in the back. <laughs> so um, I think it it will probably be something like that, man. I just don't see. Like I think it was a huge mistake for Elon Musk to buy Twitter, man, because um, if I knew he was going to do all this. I would have been totally uh, against him buying it mm-hmm. because I didn't think he was going to be wilding out like this. And um, him being like this, I just don't I just don't see it getting better. Like the blue check mark shit, I don't see how that made anything better. And I think he only did that to try to make money. And um, I just don't think it made the platform even better because you had more scams you had more, um, you know, fake accounts and all that shit, which made it even more difficult to, you know, do what you usually do. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
yeah, I think it's gonna go down in a couple years where it's it's eventually it's it's eventually gonna be like Vine or something. Or remember the social media tagged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's gonna be somewhat like that. And I think a lot I think the people that's gonna be more affected outside of us wanting more jokes and all that shit is the um is the um politicians and the journalists. Because some that's their bread and butter where they could get their shit off. They ain't really getting their yeah. shit off on Instagram or or uh or Facebook. So they yeah, might those are people that ruin Twitter too. So it, it is. Yeah, they, they should go down with the ship. It is. Honestly. So they're gonna be running around <laughs> not knowing what to do. They probably gonna be on fucking TikTok trying where, to do where shit. do TV shows get their material now? Like, you know, all these fucking shows be stealing jokes from Twitter and stealing the way people talk from Twitter. I hate when I I cringe so much when I hear characters in TV shows talk like people tweet. Yeah. Like, ooh, what's the tea, sis? Some scoopy shit like that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Nobody or, says that type of shit in real life, man. Or like the, um, what's the yes, tweet? Yes, queen. Yes. Nobody says that shit. Period. <laughs> Pe- period. Yeah, shit like that. Or what about the ones that be trying to use the wise words? Like, remember when Jay-Z said the line in the song, uh, they kill et set sets, but Zimmerman yeah, walking man. around, yeah, the streets is done. Oh man. That nigga, no, you stole that from a tweet. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, yeah, I don't know what TV and movies going to sound like if they can't use viral tweets as a fucking reference for writing black characters. Yeah. I have no idea what they're going to do, man. um, (laughs) so so are you gonna miss twitter if it do go away i will me too Um, but i I, I honestly it'll probably be better for my productivity to lose it i'm not scared of losing twitter man if it goes down it goes down like that's just life um but yeah i'll miss it i'll definitely miss it you know you'll you'll think of all the good times and tweets and funny shit you saw Life goes on, man. I, I won't cry about. It. I saw some people getting real dramatic about this shit too. Yeah. So I, like one day they're like, "Oh, I hate this site." The next <laughs> day they're like, "Oh, I just want to say this is the last day that I, I met so many cool people here. I love you all. We have so many laughs. We cried together. Like motherfucker is it's <laughs> Twitter, man. <laughs> all this time you've been shitting on Twitter, calling it stupid, and now suddenly you're getting all emotional because it's closing down. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, the one thing I would miss about Twitter though is whenever something crazy happened, yeah, and the instant reaction. Yeah. So like to me, the re- most recent one was the Will Smith smack. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of the um, best times I had on Twitter recently. Oh yeah. Where it was just like, oh shit, what the fuck? Did that just really happen? And then just the um, the the jokes that's happening in real time. That was just hilarious, man. You can't even relive that. But uh, yeah. I'm going to miss... No, it was definitely classic moment. But I, I think we're at the point now, like you said, there's going to be something else. Yeah. You know, something else is going to... I know the guy who ran Twitter for a long time, Jack, yeah. I think he already made something else. I don't know if it's like Twitter or not, but there's going to be something else to replace Twitter if Twitter goes down. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I'm Maybe yeah. Get, uh, don't Donald Trump got Twitter now? Truth Social, I think so. Are yeah, all truth. Over there? Yeah, I should see what it's about, man. I should download and see what's on there. Dog, there's nobody on that. <laughs> shit. I be seeing Donald Trump tweets, only got like a thousand retweets. 
I'm like, this is the former president, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, ain't nobody on that app. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, maybe people jump shit to true social. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, they had I I know it was a few years ago. They had a um a app that was just like Twitter. It looked exactly like Twitter, but it was black owned. And I seen a couple of people saying, yeah, you should get on this one because, you know, support black business, all that shit. So I'm like, I'll get on there. Let me make an account and get on there. Man, it was nobody on that bitch. <laughs> Where I was just like, fuck it. I'll just go back to Twitter, man. Where That's everybody else at. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, nah, it's gonna If a black Twitter came out, it would be like Clubhouse with a bunch of celebrities and shit getting people on it. Talking about LLCs and shit. I don't know if I'm for it, man, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Twitter maybe, maybe, maybe not going down. I don't know. We'll see. But it's been yeah. a good run, man. I've been a member. I've been on Twitter since what 2009, something like that. Yeah, maybe me 2012 too. or my, something. So yeah, I've been on for a minute. 2011, I'm, I officially joined. I think. So, yeah, my yeah. I'm I'm salty because my um my date say 2012. But I actually had a Twitter before that, <laughs> and um, I ended up deleting it for some stupid reason and making a new one. So um, now this one looked like I, I it say I joined in 2012, but I really been on there since '09. Yeah, you triple OG status, man. I know, but people gonna look at that like, oh, you just joined in 2012. <laughs> yeah, I gotta explain like, no, I I really joined in 2009, but I. Deleted my I mean, old. It's still ago. been ten years, man. It's it been a like long time. <laughs> Look, I was on there when the hashtags were actually, you know, trending topics. When yeah. you use a hashtag, when you use um, it, I don't think it was trending. T- was it trending topic? When um, people used to hashtag bullshit, random shit. Yeah. So that's when I was on there, where uh, Fab used to be roasting people on there. And yeah. Art to retweet. There is no real retweet. You have to copy and paste somebody's tweet and put RT on it. Yes. To reply to it. I was there. Yes. 150 it, characters only, so you could barely write shit. Yeah, you yeah, you couldn't. Days, it man. wasn't just liking a tweet. <laughs> like you couldn't yep. just like the tweet. It was. I think it was just only retweet. If I ain't mistaken. Nah, you could only like. You couldn't retweet. Really? Oh, okay. Okay. You yeah, that's like what it a was. Tweet. You couldn't retweet, so you yeah. had to like copy if you wanted to react to something somebody said. You had to either reply or copy paste on yep. your own tweet, which that's took up a was. bunch of your own characters you had to yep. react. To yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, been a good run, but you know, time goes on. So. Yeah, I surprised it lasts this long, to be honest. I kind of am too, but you know, all things come to an end. We'll see how it goes, what Elon does next, but yep. not looking too, too good right now. Yeah. Um, I think that'll about wrap it up, man. This was a nice lengthy podcast for us to just break down a whole lot going on, man. Is anybody still hanging with us? I know it's late. I know it's a I know. long podcast, man. I know. <laughs> but appreciate everybody who dropped by. Appreciate Ernesto. Appreciate Tab, appreciate Holly, everybody who stopped by and said what's up on the podcast, man. We appreciate y'all checking in our stream. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everybody, happy Thanksgiving, man. Hope yeah. y'all eat a lot next week. Hope y'all get full. Hope y'all enjoy the holiday. Hope y'all stay safe and well and warm. It's cold out here in Houston right now for us. So I think it's cold everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, th- I heard Yo, they you was... see Buffalo. They had to move that fucking game. Yeah, that town is buried, man. It's buried. You see that stadium? Yeah, that's I, the pictures were wild. You couldn't see nothing. It was nothing but white. Yeah, that's crazy. I do not miss that shit at all, man. Like I know I've been complaining all week about how cold it was, but I would take this over that fucking snow, man. <laughs> oh, definitely, man. I don't know. We we can't fuck. Dog, Houston is not set for snow, man. Yeah. Really, even ice be fucking up our whole infrastructure. Yeah. So we we ain't set for T- snow. To be honest, just no the temper, the low temperatures be fucking everything up. Yeah. I seen on the news they was talking about you know, make sure your um your water pipes is warm and all that mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, damn, I ain't even thinking about that. <laughs> Yeah, water pipes, your fucking tires suddenly get that low pressure warning. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, man. you gotta, you gotta. And fucking t- uh, discount tire, man. They've been looking like a fucking Starbucks, man. That The line, man. Because, so discount tire, I don't know if you know this, but discount tire, they um they give out free air. Mm-hmm. So if you pull up and your air, your tire is low, they, um, they'll look out for you for free. Man, when I tell you this line was out in the street. <laughs> That's insane. Like, how how much does air cost to where you got to yes. go and wait to get it? Dog, any gas Get your station, lazy ass up. for free. Yes. But go. most, it's like a dollar at most. It's about, yeah. Like, <laughs> go pay. At that point, I, I'm willing to pay for it. Right. I'm not about no. to sit in that line for, um, for that long for some damn That's air. Right. I would hope they're not all waiting for air. That's yeah. ridiculous. No, they man. was. They was. Come on now, man. It's ridiculous, man. I couldn't believe it because no, that's wild. Because sometimes I I go up there if my tire low, I would just stop up because I stay by two of them. Mm-hmm. I I drive past two of them on my way to work, so I was like, uh, you know, let me stop by real quick because you know I ain't got time to, you know, stop at the gas station. If I'm in the, I could just sit in the car and they look out for my tires. That's cool, but the line was out in the street. Where it had to be about 10 to 15 cars. Nah, that's wild. Man. Where I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, man, let me just go to this gas station and pay $2 for, real. for some air. <laughs> like, that don't make no damn sense. Yeah, nah, that's a new level of lazy, man. Come on now. Like, you fucking waiting in a line to get free air. That's, <laughs> that's some shit uh, fucking real cheap-ass motherfucker would do, man. That's wild. Yeah. But everybody stay safe, man. Everybody stay warm, bundled up. Uh, hope y'all eat some good food this Thanksgiving. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Thank y'all all for checking out the stream. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Probably, I don't know if we're doing a podcast next week. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. Probably yeah. not, though. But we'll see. We'll play it by ear. Yeah. We've uh, we, we been a little busy with the pod. I mean, with life. So we've been kind of like every other weekend with the podcast, yeah. but we hit, hey, hey, we hit y'all with a podcast long enough that it's gonna take you two weeks to listen to it anyway. Right? Okay, <laughs> that's the plan. Some some podcasts do an hour long uh, podcast a week. We yeah. give y'all a three hour long podcast every two weeks. Okay, <laughs> so you're getting technically more content from us than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You just got you just gotta <laughs> go slowly through it. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely hit a few more uh, before the season, for, before the year ends, man. We still gotta do our year end list. And, yeah. and peace out, Holly. Appreciate you joining us on Twitch, man. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely do our year end picks for best albums of the year. 
things like that all the things you expect probably some new dope guests coming on to hopefully soon so yeah and and, and I'm, i've been working on some things too um we gonna we gonna work on something where we could do like a live podcast or something, man. We got the setup, we got everything going, so just be on the lookout for that. I'm 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 working on some stuff as we speak, so yeah, yeah. Just be Dig on the lookout. Kitchen, man. Yeah, we gonna we got to get Ryan Rocket out the house, man. We got to get Look, you. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> we gotta get you. We gotta get you back in the city one time. Look, I, I'll be there every Sunday, man. Okay, <laughs> I'll be I'll be leaving the house. All right, I'll be up in the station. So now, we, oh, oh, you mean like outside? Okay, I, I get you. Yeah, 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 outside. Yeah, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, so yeah, everybody, we got things cooking up, man. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay safe. Y'all be warm. And until next time, y'all. All right, peace. Go Astros. <laughs> All right, you want to hit that Anita Baker? Yeah, yeah, hit that Anita, yeah. man. Let's do it for our podcast listeners, man. Let's do it for our folks out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure everybody on the podcast, like, already exits by, by this time because we already said bye. We said bye to the stream watchers. I know. We can't stream the Anita Baker music on YouTube without getting taken down. Yeah. So. I heard I heard it was a trick to um, get by, uh, get by that, and I guess they let you go if you uh, if you play the music fast, if you like speed it up. Where they? Oh really? Yeah, like, where they don't catch it. But, Kanye West sample. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, I, I realized that because I know on Facebook, it's the same. It's pretty much the same thing. You can't play nothing. But um, I found my wife watching. She was watching. Like a little clip of uh, Law and Order, and everything was sped up. So I'm like, "What the fuck is you watching?" And uh, she was saying Law and Order, and then I end up seeing the YouTube videos, pretty much saying they don't catch you for copyright if it's sped up. So I'm like, "Damn, who the fuck want to just speed up something like that?" Yeah, and, and I think it might take them longer, but I think they'll still. They, yeah, they, it's, yeah, they're gonna catch on to it. Yeah, they're so. gonna catch on to it. Yeah, but we we not gonna do that to Anita Baker, man. Yeah. We, can't, we can't just desecrate her music and yeah. speed it up just to get around some copyright, man. Okay, yeah. we ain't gonna do her like that. We still need our Anita Baker outro, so we do it on outside the stream. Mm-hmm. But yeah. make sure y'all check us out when we do stream. We be on uh, YouTube, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Peep our YouTube, man. Yeah. Uh, we we got to get some more clips. I gotta edit some clips. I see people boosting up the views, dog. Did you notice the episode we talked about the Kanye and Drink Champs episode got like a thousand views? I did not know that. No. Go check. Go check on YouTube, man. Yeah, I think it's because people thought it was a Kanye interview. Oh, really? Okay. But last I checked, it had like eight hundred plus eight hundred plus views on it. I didn't even know that. Damn. So yeah, peep game, man. So I'm (laughs) I'm gonna make some more clips. We're gonna get more viral on YouTube, man. Because I see other podcasts doing it, and they ain't as dope as us. Yeah. And I'm jealous. (laughs) So yeah, appreciate y'all listening to the podcast every week as y'all do. Love y'all. Go Astros. World Series champs. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to redo the whole outro later, y'all. <laughs> All right. Peace. Always good.